1: more confident capable surgeons and even more importantly
2: patients who can see
1: explore more stories
2: like dr strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact
3: hey guys
0: yeah this how we coming in get ready for the long weekend come on tina get us right
3: All right, y'all. Whether you' about to see your friends or your family, get ready for the weekend.
1: <laughs> huh.
3: By the way, shout out to all the jobs that let you out early on Fridays. We love us. We love a summertime Friday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> summer Fridays. <laughs> summer Fridays hit different, especially when it's a three-day weekend. Back. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
3: To your baby. Hey, I'm, talkin like I'm talking love. square I wanted to let that ride yeah. just a little bit, y'all. Because, yeah. Baby. Yeah. We, we like outside this weekend. Saddest, saddest, so yeah. Hey guys. We love a little Tina Maroon, See, baby. We should do. Welcome to another episode of See the Thing Is Podcast. I'm your girl, Mandy B. And I'm Bridget Kelly. And we are getting into all types of things from a honest grown and slightly toxic perspective here slightly just slightly toxic um and y'all know super super excited to be joined yet with another friend with benefits i would like to give a round of applause to just latasha it's just latasha my girl latasha came through and (laughs) real quick if y'all follow us on the gram, mm. y'all saw that we actually was hanging out with... Yeah, uh, we, go. We, was uh, we was outside. We was outside with Latasha for Cinco de Mayo. Sure not, was. Not us uh, reconvening on another holiday weekend. <laughs> look at us. You know, look at us. <laughs> it's a celebration
0: every time we <laughs> link up.
3: Now, I love I this hope for us. I hope what happened last time doesn't happen now that we're all together, oh God. Um, which shouldn't because you have the antibodies now. <laughs> um, but the last yes. time we hung out, like, first off, we was outside. Can we tell the people how yeah. we were outside? And I also did to Latasha what I did to Antoinette. We talked about it on episode 100. So my good friend, my good sis here is mm. single. So anytime I'm out with my single friends, I want them to get some loving. Mm. No, we got to talk about that. Oh. Uh, uh, Oh, okay. Okay. So, that, that's an off
0: mic. That's an off mic combo No, no, no I mean, we, to about Yeah. Because I mean, you gonna talk about me? I'm gonna talk about you. <laughs> oh, you know to about? Okay. Oh, we
3: can talk <laughs> oh, about it on mic. Hold on. We, we, okay, we got okay. talk. Okay. Well, well, when we said the antibody, <laughs> but real quick, two days later, uh Latasha hit me up. Real like, hey, um so I'm under the weather. Are you and Bridget? Are y'all healthy? Like, do y'all feel okay? Are y'all okay? Are y'all okay? Um, I okay? Maybe like. 12 hours later, she was like, Yeah, so I got COVID. And I was like, I even let Bridget know. I said, Bridget, you might want to get tested. Latasha got COVID and this bitch was with us all day. day. However, she wasn't with us all day. I'm like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) She was (laughs) with other people (laughs) all day. I
3: was like, I was like, Bridget, we ain't really getting what how the hell she got COVID and we ain't got COVID. But I I put it so latasha was sitting in line for
1: the event that we went to before we got there. she was doing niggas, no I know, right. niggas i don't know and, and and niggas i kind of knew pulled up on me and i was like oh what's her name again oh shit yeah yeah but they used me for a line jump and so i don't understand i just i'm real nice and i went home and ended up being punished with something like this and it's just like damn i thought i was a good person i don't deserve oh, this oh that you felt like you were supposed to get cold because you let someone skip you in line did you have your mask on <laughs> Absolutely not. I went real future with it. Mask off. Absolutely. Wow. However, I didn't get it before the event. I definitely got it on the way home because I was, I was, a. Uh, so, you know when it lit. hit you? No. Uh, and he, no. We,
3: we no, got lit, I, lit that we day. Yeah, we were yeah. smacked. And we were I made, done.
1: That's hammered. where I started to make bad decisions where I totally deserved the way I got COVID. It was my fault. Damn. That was my fault. Okay.
3: Well, do you want to read me? Because... Even though Antoinette didn't like the way I like, was like, "Yo, she's single because she, I fucked a guy that walked by, but he was just gonna keep walking." I said, "Uh huh, come back and talk to my friend because I caught it." Antoinette,
0: Antoinette don't need help. She dresses for war on dates. She does. She don't need no help. She got it together. She wasn't
3: really trying to talk. So. Read me.
1: So, how was, um, how was I bad in trying? Hi, to... ladies and gentlemen, babies <laughs> in between. I am um, a comedy writer, so I'm coming out with a, a sketch comedy called Justice Taj's Interactions, where Mandy is in an episode and it's called Horrible Hookup because she is quite literally my loves. <laughs> <laughs> the worst swing woman in the world she's, Wait, t- she's bad oh, dog. Wait, Latasha, she's bad. so so we in a group setting you're like you know too hard, <laughs> <laughs> we in a group setting these lovely women having conversations they clicking up you know they found a group I'm a, I'm a double virgo i sit by myself i'm cool right <laughs> mandy want to stop the whole vibe she <laughs> stops the whole group conversation she's like yo so it's get quiet and when it's it quiet really in <laughs> When it gets quiet in the event <laughs> you've called too much attention already, oh. right? right? So then she's like, Yo, you're a good man. My girl over there, she a good woman, so y'all sweet. <laughs> What
0: are the qualifications for this? Eh, eh, eh? Well, 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 honestly,
3: too, so to be fair, yes, it was a little nudge because Latasha, well, because Latasha, like a, a room, me, me a and room her, filling nudge. Well, this me, and is,
0: the whole room was me and her were talking attention.
3: and viewing the bachelors that were around us, mm-hmm. and she had let me know who I was on. Mm-hmm. So, literally, like 20 minutes later. The guy who her I was on just happened to be within a group of people where Bridget knew the people. Yeah. Now, I ain't really know nobody in the group, so it was just like that, but we were all in a group setting talking. And so I'm like, dang, not the one nigga that you said you like. Now he right here. Let me percentage. clarify.
1: <laughs> what Mandy, like, oh, my God. Two
0: plus two does uh, yeah. Let, Let me tell everybody. Because what, what <laughs> Mandy would
1: classify as a nudge to me is a Spartan kick. <laughs> <laughs> Off the cliff, dog. <laughs> like... We, Dang, really, it, it, it was a lot. It was like really you got to make it like subtle, like hey, what you uh Which you know, by the way, which by the way, which by the way,
3: when we did end up at our second location, I did do the gentle just introduction to everyone you that did. was around. You did. It was very
1: cute, and it, let's it, not. That's where that's where okay. we're going to stop, stop talking to the audience cuz it was very cute. It was very cute and that's where we going to stop. Right about right about there nobody right can know, like <laughs> we'll know me like that. We going to yeah, stop. We'll stop like that. We can stop at yeah yeah. And I feel Period. like I feel
0: like I feel like most interactions because we're still in a pandemic should stop at cute. I think once we get to cute that's a good place to park. Let's park at cute because okay. okay. I feel like I, it's it's summertime and as much as we are excited about being outside Covid is still fucking here guys it like, is. it's However, still it's, a thing and even but now, now you got the antibodies bitch Yeah but you can <laughs> still the, my my issue is I know a few people that have gotten it two and three times right and they've and they actually after the first time getting it worse like me even more shook about it than the, than than prior to, right? Because after the after two years, I was like, "Oh, I'm invincible. I'm this is fantastic. I'm oh, a." Oh, fucking... I was walking around with that cake. Correct, mm-hmm. and I thought I was above it, and then got it over Christmas, which was m- like miserable, double mm-hmm. negative. So it was just, it was just. I just want to implore people to still <coughs> be, be girl, careful. Not the, cough. not the cough though during the COVID combo. God damn it, Latasha!
1: <laughs> damn it! It's painful. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's that.
0: That's still happening. Yeah. Um breathing hurts. <laughs> this is this is tough. But well, I just. L- I want everyone to be careful it's summertime so just keep not it cute. only summertime
3: this weekend is a weekend where we all gonna be outside we're gonna be yeah. in groups yeah so then how how realistically are we all going in with a hope and a prayer <laughs>
1: that we come Ooh. out that we come out with nothing i'm gonna do what i've been doing and flash my vaccines flash my vaccine card thank you let me in the event <laughs> thanks so that's it that's yeah. that's i guess that's i mean it's if going,
0: yeah, I would just if you don't feel well. That's the only thing I could tell yeah, anybody. Got, yep. If you don't feel well, don't stay fucking ass go ass outside. Inside. And if you if you if you test positive, please stay home. Cause I that was something I heard about too. Was a lot of people tested positive and were like, well, fuck it. Almost everybody had it
1: anyway, so I'm gonna still go out. Yeah, that's <sighs> crazy. Please stop doing that. Like, stop doing that. Stop doing that. However. I tested negative. I still don't feel well. I'm going outside. <laughs> you but tested I'm negative. No, I'm all right. No, it's, that's fine. I, I made it
0: over the hump. When I, I still I still had a nasty cough and congestion for mm-hmm. about a week, mm-hmm. and my chest still hurt after I had COVID, and I was testing negative. So I understand. And I, understand
3: I sat here I and tested positive for almost two months straight and had no symptoms. Felt nothing. So there's that.
0: Mandy was Instacarting her life away <laughs> and, <laughs> and was staying home. She was following all the fucking guidelines. Except I'm proud my, of you. my
3: nigga was coming and fucking me, and I think he was just testing to see if he was going to catch it, and he never caught it. And he was in all of my holes. I don't know how. How he didn't right. catch it, okay. but anyways, I'm just saying it's 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 weird out here. You know how this is. uh working? Did you need a vaccine card
1: to get into? Or nope,
0: uh, surely not. Actually, at that point, surely did not. I actually, no ma'am. I, I caught
1: it on the onset no, before vaccine cards. The vaccines yeah, before we had medication thing
0: for
3: it. You know, but you know what? um I don't like where we're going, so we're gonna get out, out of this conversation. <laughs> uh, we got to. This week, y'all. We'll just shimmy on out and, of that one. And stay tuned, because we're getting to the TV this week. We haven't in a while. We're getting to TV. All right. All right. All right. Now, we have so much to get to that we I want to start a little dark. Baby. I want to I start where, of course, we, we had to address it. I know, like, we've been book recording a little bit, so we were even slightly quiet up until I think actually this week yeah. uh, that we talked about the shooting in Buffalo. Yep. Um, but I want to send prayers um, and condolences to all of the family members who lost someone with this horrific, horrific, horrific school shooting in Texas. Um, the final count that I read was 19 children, two adults, mm-hmm. which now does make it the deadliest school shooting in history. The one before that was Sandy Hook that took the lives of 20 people. Um, It's hard, right? Because... I do want to uh, actually share a conversation I had with my friend. So my friend lives in Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like most most of my friends do live in states Mm -hmm. outside of New York that allow you to carry. right? Right. And so we're having this conversation because she woke up with all of this anxiety like, oh, my God, girl, see, this is why I bring my gun to church and the grocery store and all these things. And I said. I'm actually really surprised that this is your response that you want to carry a gun. I said that boy probably got his gun that would got the gun from it being in a household because you you can carry you have kids, you have people that come to your home, and your response is that you told your friends to get a gun. you told everyone to now carry a gun, but a lot of these school shootings come from kids getting guns from their parents. They have it in. Her response, well, I got to safe. I don't want to hear that. There's a gun that is present in a home. We are living in an era where a lot of these kids are dealing with being bullied, which is the excuse that they're saying this 18-year-old shooter, um, he was a victim of bullying for being poor. However, the photo of his selfie is him carrying an iPhone 13. I still got an iPhone 11, baby. So I don't know what poor or broke he- they were referring to because— the 18-year-old had an iPhone in his picture. Nonetheless, could have came from his parents or his grandmother, which they we didn't, also the heard. The parents,
0: the parents, they did an interview with the parents who had no idea that he had a firearm. And the father said explicitly to the reporter that if he knew mm. that if his kid had a if, that his kid had purchased a weapon, he would have he would have alerted the authorities that the that the kid purchased, a, purchased the purchased the weapon that he purchased. I'm to.
3: also. I'm also actually curious at how involved the parents were, only because yeah. I, from what we heard as well, he, he shot and killed his grandmother before even going to the school. Mm. So maybe this is one of those situations where he was actually maybe being raised by the grandma, which happens so
1: much. Yeah, um, he was he was being raised by the grandmother and he yeah. bought two guns for his eighteenth birthday.
3: Which so which the in the South you
0: could do. Which yeah. in these
3: you literally only need a state ID to purchase a gun.
0: It's so easier. the parents weren't yeah. even in the home. They weren't really even aware. I think the part that the part that's disheartening about the conversations around the around guns in general, right? And I hate that I hate that that the 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 politic the political narrative around these types of things are always they're always with words that are are inflammatory, right? So saying defund the police. That's never going to fly. Do you know what I mean? Right. Saying defund the police is never a, is never a, those are not sound words to to create a, a common meeting place for people on opposing political sides. Neither is gun control. The idea of control sounds like you want to regulate, you you want everyone to be under federal control, which is why so many people also oppose that. And I had a conversation with one of our, one of our followers actually, um, who lives in a state where he can carry and he's a black man with young children. And in his mind, he's like, I carry a gun because I have, a, I have a wife, I have young children and I, I feel the need to protect them. I'm terrified that I, I, that I could be, I have a target on my back at all times walking outside. So I don't want anyone to tell me that I can or can't carry and, in and applying regulations, no matter how, how, how new it might be and how progressive we might be about it would still inhibit and limit minorities and still target them if we're doing background checks if you have a criminal history if there's anything when we think about even our criminal justice system and how long things stay on our how long things stay on people's records for things like misdemeanors or felonies it's it it would become just as difficult if you've committed a crime to or and 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 even if you didn't commit a crime if you were wrongfully convicted it it would be even more difficult for people especially minorities who have been wrongfully accused and, and convicted and have, have done time to be able to purchase and carry and protect themselves and so that was an interesting perspective in my mind because i thought okay well i'm not a black man so i cannot proceed to tell this man how he feels like he needs to protect and, and shield his family i can't do that but also the the larger conversation the larger argument that I'm seeing a lot of, too, is the mental health conversation mm-hmm. and really trying to centralize this focus on better mental health programs, which, by the way, a lot of mental health programs, quote unquote, I'll put them in quotations, are not covered by a lot of in, by by a lot of insurance. Mm-hmm. They're not a lot of the unless unless you are diagnosed, um, diagnosed something very severe that could put that that would deem you unfit for society or that would that would deem you unfit to care for yourself. It's very difficult to get coverage for things that are mental health related. And so I mean, unless it's, you know, therapy, something like, you know, mental psych just mental therapy for, for anybody that's got, you know, regular issues like depression. <laughs> um, but I, I think that 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 conversation is really inappropriate because I think guns, the, the and I'm, my disclaimer around this, too, is that I'm as a as a, I'm a conservative liberal. I don't care about people having guns, gun control, quote unquote, those words to me. I don't. If you want to carry a gun, carry a gun. I believe in regulation because I think guns, for the most part, are reactionary pieces. They're not; it's not preventative action, right? Arming teachers with guns is not going to prevent more crazy people from coming, from showing up to a school or a church or a supermarket with a gun. And as we're now seeing, as the as the story continues to unfold, there are law enforcement people that waited forty minutes before intervening.
3: And and oh wait, did you see? Did you see the one about? it came out an actual police officer went in and grabbed his kids out of the school and just came out. So And, hold on, and ICE was present. Right. Which, which is also another right. conversation. This was an underprivileged, well, uh, an, a school that served underserving and underprivileged um, children, mostly children to alien parents. And so ICE showed up literally almost alarming the parents to to where they didn't even know if they should be there because they feared deportation and other and other things coming from it. Well so. that
0: and that was that was the first the first thing that I saw pop up on a timeline. Aside from Steve Kerr, which we love you, Steve Kerr, because your your, your response and reaction during that press conference was probably the most appropriate response to violence against children I've ever seen. You're violence a white period. man. We do approve over here. We, yeah, we, we <laughs> definitely. Yeah, we love we love everything about about what you said. Um, But yeah, that was definitely something that came up too. It was like, oh, well, what are what is Border Patrol? The bottom line is arming more people. And and I can't I can't speak for people that have grown up with gun culture. I grew up in a city where guns are not legal. LaSonga, but I, you're born and raised here, too. Mm hmm. Yeah, so you're so, here, so you understand. It's not something that culturally is like, oh yeah, we're gonna go shooting today. That's not something that, unless it's in a controlled, yeah, not
1: recreational range. Gun it's use. not. A, no, it's no. not a
0: thing here culturally. I told it's y'all, not. at
3: 18, I did want to go and buy a little pink gun.
0: Right. So I can't. I can't relate to that. But what I can relate, what I can relate to is the idea of what of the concept and the 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 picture of what martial law potentially looks like, of what law enforcement who are still not operating under the the appropriate standards that they should be are still out here abusing the power that they have with guns so yeah. i'm i'm more privy to and i'm more experienced and 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 exposed to more more guns being more of an issue because at the end of the day to me if if we want to even make the conversation well guns don't kill people people do fine so stop giving guns to crazy people that doesn't to me. To me, that has nothing I, to do. To be with, fair, you don't
3: know someone's crazy until they're crazy. But that's you don't but know that's a also why the serial killer. I know, until. but
0: that's also why regulating and 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 putting processes in place that would inhibit, or not even just inhibit, but but possibly expose some instability in someone mentally or emotionally that would that could prevent them. From going from showing up at a school, a church or a supermarket and killing somebody. Mm -hmm. I just think that if we're really gonna make the focus about people, okay, cool. What do those things look like? Anyone that has deflected about about gun about gun access and gun regulation has not presented any other viable solution, in my opinion, that could actually work to prevent this from happening again. And to me, arming everybody and arming teachers it just doesn't, it's putting everyone at risk and everyone is on the defensive. Nobody is trying to take any preventative action. And so I can't, I just, can't. I, I can't agree with any of it, but in my, but also we live in a country where we've watched this happen a million times before. So what, you know, how many more kids, how many more kids are they going to let die? America is a capitalist country. We function around the pursuit of money and and that is the American dream. Ultimately, that is the American dream. Apparently it's just, just, just to, just to get money.
1: Yeah, um when we hear the term defund the police, I think that should be absolutely emotionally triggering because yeah. when you have professional de you have professionals who are supposed to de-escalate a violent situation. Yeah not acting. They're being inactive when you're trained to handle, or you're supposed to be trained to handle this type of situation. Right. But you have civilian Texans who are armed, ready to go into the school and stop this and save children instead, and the cops stopping them from doing that. Right. Yep. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You have teachers who have to step up, who are unarmed, and put their bodies in front that of children shit. to try to protect them when the police are right outside. Right. So even when we're having a conversation about mental health, people especially uh, urban, inner city, black POC call the police when their mentally ill family, loved one, friends is having an outburst. They call the police to help and that person ends up dead. So defund if if the police are going to not deescalate, cause harm, (laughs) raise violence and crime is not being under control. What are we giving you millions of dollars for? So you can have a new charger down on the street? Like, how about we actually put money instead of them looking good and bringing military force to protest? Yeah. Because we didn't need that we right? didn't at all. How about we actually teach you how to have a conversation with people? How to learn uh, unconscious biases with people of other races, how to de-escalate an actually mentally ill outburst, violent situation, how to de-escalate how to how to actually help because they're not helping, and we're seeing that over and over. Yeah. And so when we have um conversations about more people should have guns, I think of black men like Philando Castile, who mm-hmm. let the police officer know, I'm armed, it's licensed, it's registered, yeah. it's right here, yeah. how do you want me to move? And he was shot dead anyway. Correct. I think about John Crawford, who was in an open carry state, had a gun on his back, shopping in Walmart, and somebody called the cops, and they, no question, shot John Crawford dead, because he was doing what he was able to do. Right. And so, we have... Um, People who want to use the law to say what their rights are, but that law doesn't translate to everybody across the board. Right. So we it need to apply. start from, like, ground level, recreating all this stuff, because a lot of it, 99 percent, is not working.
3: I agree. No. And then one of the other things that got brought to light with this school shooting um, a few days ago, Abbott Elementary was trending and i'm like i know the season over i don't watch the whole thing uh 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 what's going on on?" um and she actually came forward on her twitter and she tweeted this she said wild how many people have asked for a school shooting episode of the show i write people are that deeply removed from demanding more from the politicians they've elected and are instead demanding quote-unquote entertainment i can't ask are y'all okay anymore? Because the answer is no. Um, And you actually write a lot of scripts. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in one. Interactions coming out soon. Um, But also (laughs) we sat hours on me trying to think about what does entertainment look like for me? What characters do I want to see on a screen that maybe haven't been there? And so I wanted to ask, just because I've been on all of these streaming platforms, and they're already including <laughs> COVID into things. We see that 9-11 has had a ton of documentaries made about it, um, as well as, of course, all these documentaries about BLM coming out as well. I just want to know how soon is too
1: soon to
3: include what real-life trauma we're experiencing into entertainment?
1: I want to make it very clear that a white woman acts out of Quinza. Right. Oh Jesus! Oh, Christ. I want to I want to make that very clear because what wow. a lot of what a lot of white and non-black people tend to do is run to black people, spe- specifically black women, and say, "Can you do the emotional labor for us so I can feel okay?" Right. Right. Mm. You asked Quinta motherfucking Time one hundred Brunson to. Kill the black children in her show so you could feel like we're having the conversation. Are you mad? Yeah, no. <laughs> Are y'all crazy? Like, and and as as a screenwriter, as a storyteller, as a filmmaker, escapism is gold right. for yeah. us. Escapism is gold. So when you watch Abbott Elementary and they're having clean, good fun, you would rather see those Regular, beautiful, happy black babies covering in a hallway because there's a shooter outside. Right. That's what she want to watch on ABC Seven, right? Are you not embarrassed? You
3: not embarrassed? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know Maybe. that's who asked her that. Which is, which, yeah, you're right. Like,
0: but, but I think that. Well, kudos to you, Quinta, because I would have read that bit. <laughs> but, but
3: I mean, we, we've been seeing a lot, unfortunately, where even I would say last year we were talking about like. We don't want to see trauma on our fucking Please. TVs anymore, specifically in the black experience, right? You don't have a lot of shows that show the great the, the greatness of even family building. I know we talked about even in the early 90s, right? Having things like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, The Cosby having, Show,
0: and I didn't want to bring
3: that up cuz <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I know, I, I, I know. I know,
0: friends, I know yes. but, but we can't, but we can't discount and discredit the other, the other players on that show that also contributed. to... It was to, a great show, which is why yeah, we argue yeah, about Bill the, Cosby, right? <laughs> I mean, and we can we can talk about how how awful he is as a human being all day long. That will never be disputed or discounted on the show. But I definitely do. We we do still have to acknowledge that during that time period before we knew all these things, watching that show, that level of black excellence being normalized black people just existing in a beautiful educated yep. wealthy well to do comedic healthy way yes was was the way that we needed to continue to see ourselves represented in that space yep. and and now i agree with you i think i think there is a lot of deflection still happening and being projected onto black women to carry the weight and carry the load of this and i and i
1: I Quince think said you asked the wrong abbot. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <Barrett. Right. laughs> you asked the wrong <laughs> abbot. She actually did say that <laughs> you need to go to
1: your politicians Hello? and ask them for for things to actually make change. you asked the comedian and i feel like that <laughs> critique happens to z-way a lot as well like she i love z-way she, I love z-way. Oh, I she love has z-way. these smart comedic conversations with people and people are like you're not being hard enough you're not laying the hammer she is a comedian dog like she's just having like hey let's hold you accountable in an even keel funny way so we can start the conversation yeah. but i'm not here to that, solve that it.
3: hannibal bird's episode are you a landlord? <laughs>
1: Bitch. I didn't watch that one. It I had to watch that on.
3: one. They, she even just dropped another clip, and he tried to check her. and She was like, "If you're gonna check
1: me, I need you to come with the receipts." She's funny and smart. That's a dangerous she combo. And quick and quick, <laughs> yeah. and
0: quick and what's quick. What's funny it. is I didn't
1: like it in the beginning oh, when well, she I love had it.
0: um. What's the? What is the? That the, the Jewish on there. woman's name Fran, then I think she had Fran Lebowitz on. But I think because Fran is a terrible guest. Yeah, I was like <laughs> when I saw that episode, I was like she was not a good person to yeah, have no. kind of out the, the gate. There's no humor, there's those no, were great. Well, those I mean great. it's humor, but it's dry,
1: but it's not enough. No, I'm talking about Fran specifically. Yeah, <laughs> Fran, she said don't joke with me. Yeah, <laughs> friend, she didn't have she enough.
0: Like... <laughs> she wasn't willing to meet, which is why, which was really shitty to me because I, yeah. I watched Friends. <clears throat> friend, Fran has a doc on on Netflix that I watched that I thought was actually kind of cool. She has a very dry. Sense of humor she's a dry new that's york climate of humor. Change girl. and it's no the climate change woman no she's um she's she like a woman yeah. she's um you know she dresses non-gender conforming but i don't know if she I actually i think that's the same woman um, she's an older white woman, though. White woman. And yep. so, and she's, but she's funny on her own. So I was a little disappointed that she didn't show up and meet Z Way <sighs> you know I why? think she was defensive intimidated. I feel like she yeah. felt like,
3: as a comedian, if you're saying, not a comedian, but someone who actually has wit and fun. Like, I think
0: I would love to see Chelsea Handler in that spot Ooh. because she would 100% meet Z-Way where Z-Way's at. And Z-Way would read the fuck out of her and, and she Chelsea, would take it.
1: And it's a, dangerous, take it. it's a dangerous thing happening in our community where we're lacking shame. Where <laughs> <laughs> I think we should bring shame back. Chelsea Handler has no shame. She went skiing None. with her titties out. She was just like, I'm a terrible None. person sometimes. And I'm like, you're right. But wait, wasn't she also like in love with 50 Cent? <laughs> yeah. And Joe Rogan. Like she doesn't really pick great partners, <laughs> but I think she's very funny and shameless. So, um, but, I, but, love I do,
0: but I do think she's willing to when she's fucking up and it's yeah, like and Chelsea, i and I think it. that's so valuable especially for white women because not enough of y'all know how much you be fucking up y'all be fucking especially up. in these in these in these kinds of moments in these conversations in these spaces and i'm although i'm not a am not always a huge fan of her stance on things or i won't say her stance i do agree with her stance on things i don't always agree with her approach amanda seals had posted something Um, a clip that she found on TikTok of a white woman and other white women agreeing that it's time to really just shut the fuck up about Mm. certain things and stop looking... And, and, and listen to black women. Don't ask them anything. Just listen. Just listen to what's being said. Listen to the conversations being had and take from it what you can and do with it what you will on your own fucking time with, your, with your own
1: community. They will never do it on their own time, which is essentially the problem. Mm. It'll, it'll always just be waiting to get behind. I went to the um, little pussy hat. Uh, protest a few years back oh, the little no. feminist protest. No. or whatever no. it was the, not the
0: pink pussy hat Wait, what, what was, was it, it
1: called I don't know it was just like women's day it was or a something women's, it was a women's what? march okay the women's march and they had and the was, pink it
0: was like a pink scully yeah, with fucking cat Trump ears or something era, like, yeah
1: so <laughs> I, I was out there and I was around all these white women and I was like Y'all learned this shit from us. Y'all wouldn't even know how to do this if yeah. we didn't show you first. Like, y'all just with the signs and the hat and the and the chants. It's giving it's
0: giving to a No, no, no. no. <laughs> it's giving wait, wait, wait. It's giving if we go, if we gonna be
1: here,
3: <laughs> y'all saw all the Juneteenth shit happening? The Juneteenth merch? The Juneteenth merch. Apparently, Walmart also had like Juneteenth ice cream. Was where, it butter pecan or uh, an yeah, oatmeal raisin We gotta we gotta bring was, shame back. It, wait, we <laughs> gotta <laughs> bring shame back. it was right, we gotta velvet, bring shame back. All flavors stolen From an actual black brand called like Creamalicious or something, Uh, and then they had napkins that said "It's the freedom for me." That you're supposed to wipe your mouth and throw in the food. So I'm
0: supposed to hold my watermelon with the "It's the freedom (laughs) for me" napkin. Fuck y'all, Walmart. Fuck fuck (laughs) y'all. But also, y'all don't come up with fucking Holocaust napkins. Are y'all shitting me? But wait, Mm -hmm. do you also know that they trademarked Juneteenth? And not literally, that they and not that we and not that we need Holocaust napkins, to be clear, for anybody that might have know. taken that out of context. I'm just I'm <laughs> strictly pointing out the fact that there are things yeah. that are fucking sensitive that, are that you sacred just and sacred and sensitive. that you just need to respect and leave the as communities for.
3: I absolutely Jesus. agree. I know we were talking about kind of even how um we're asked to do labor that other mm. um other what? Give me the word. I, podcast, I didn't want to say, I didn't want to say people, other groups, there we go. There okay. we go, other groups. I'm mm-hmm. talking about other uh, groups of people. Yes. Um, You had uh, a, a a take that you wanted to take from the Tank uh, episode on Drink Change. I did. By the way, shout out Nori. You were doing a phenomenal job. Nori and job. DJ F- EFM, we love y'all, like, y'all man. We love you If you are y'all ever hit, in New York, please, please come on our podcast. come pod. on the couch. Love what great. y'all are doing. Um, And Nori did say more people need to sit with yep. our people in the culture. Yes, um, he did. And he's absolutely right. I'm going to play this clip, uh, and we'll take
1: from it what we will. And, and I'm coming with y'all, because I'm drinking with Nori. Oh, oh, you going to drink a Nori Bananas, a, bitch? No, because he got the he got the full bar. <laughs> he
0: Damn got the full, it. yeah, he does. <laughs> sorry,
3: sorry, we ain't got, we ain't Girl, got it's the budget. It's
0: the whole table covered in <laughs> liquor, actually. One, you know I mean? It's not the bar, sis. <laughs> she it's, said, the whole, she said, it's the whole it's you know, the whole liquor section at Costco. She, is on hold his, on, is in she said set. Nori has a budget that y'all don't. Y'all offer me Stella, bitch. I don't drink beer. I'm going to wait till we... I'm like, do you even celebrate summer if you don't drink beer? (laughs)
3: Hello. All right, let me play this clip real quick.
2: And and that's what R&B stands for. And that's why R&B takes such a back seat Because we're not promoting the aesthetic Mm. that continues to perpetuate the stereotype. Mm -hmm. You guys are killers. You guys are animals. You guys are savages. That's when you're at your best. Mm. So that's what we're going to reward. Mm. those are the guys who get the hundred million dollar deals. Those are the guys who fill up the arenas and stadiums. Mm. Talk that shit. We love when you talk that shit. (laughs) Love? uh, We're cool. We're cool. I love love. You do? Why isn't love and love popular? Mm. We don't control we don't own conglomerates. There we go. It comes down to ownership. Oh, hello. Not ownership. Hello. We don't own radio. We don't own streaming. We don't own media. We don't own none of it. None but of it. We own our feelings, and it's very seldom that people promote love and love, love and being in love. Mm. Well, because what happens now is that with with social media and all these other things, you get hypnotized by an algorithm. Right. So, and everybody wants to be popping,
0: hmm. right?
2: So, in the idea of wanting to be popping, you're going to roll with what's popping. That's right. Oh,
3: there was a lot there. Ooh, I, I do think it's interesting because you coming from R and B, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we we talk about it all the time. We hate Dancery from Mary J, right? We hate. hated that whole era. Hate we, Hateration never became a word either. Yeah. She tried. She, I hate, I hate she, Hateration. She, you know how like um, mean girls, they're like, you're trying to make Fetch happen and it's just not going to happen. <laughs> hateration never happened. Dancery never nope. became a word. Nope. So, but in R&B, right? We do love her. We love, love out of R&B. However, what he's saying is it's the rappers with all of the violence, yeah. with all of the killing money. We have lost half of our rappers now from a Rico charge in Georgia. Right. But why do you feel like and do you attach it to race? as to why R&B as the urban genre that we talk about here on the show yeah. does not get the accolades or things that rap does because society and culture and what black culture is unfortunately pulls all of
0: the negative things from black culture the crime the yeah. those things well because it's it's glorified right like it's it also it sounds good it sounds cool to be tough i mean even even thinking and even going back to and it's it's not even a racial thing. Think about how many mob, how many mob mafia movies and mafia shows everybody loved growing up because of it because it's violence. It's it's thug life. It's you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Which by the way, thug life was Italian mobster type of shit before it was before Tupac? before it was Tupac. Let's be clear. But
3: um, I do like that tattoo. It looked good. It looks oh, so right. good on him, fine, baby. Yeah. Especially when he was laying in the <laughs> tub. tub. When he was laying in that tub
0: with, with all the chains. Hold on, and it looked oh. good. He looks short. How how tall was Tupac? Because Tupac looked little. He looked like he a little gives guy. Five, eight. I mean, that's short. With the soul <laughs> of a okay right. it, yeah, was good. it was Yeah, so so it was six, giving. So no, no, but two. I, I think I think for R and B for R and B in particular, and the the, the the clip before this is the one that's circulating now, which is when he's talking about Sam Smith. Sam Smith can sing a song like "Stay with Me." and it goes stay with me mm-hmm. so, don't do this it's don't. um that I didn't <laughs> it was it's something like that y'all have been laughing way but too but I hard. will say that that for Sam Smith the level of success is popular because it's coming from a white perspective and, and we'll accept that from a white perspective white if, and gay white and gay we'll accept that from a white and gay perspective but when a black man is singing it it's not as embraced, right? Mm. We don't like the happy music. Think about how many things, and, and just as a genre, right? We're not, I won't even bring race into it yet. But just as a genre, R&B music is not as celebrated when it's happy. We don't like, Mary J's best album is my life. And she was in the darkest time of her life during my life, during yeah. that time period. Mm. You know, most of, Keisha Cole, singing about love, singing about, you know, I don't know where he was, but Usher's confessions. Usher's confessions. <laughs> Dark, but I loved it. Do you know what I mean? Like all of those moments were 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 things that that artists were going through that was that had them really. Du- Alicia Keys, Fallen, songs in A minor. That was that was a, you know what I mean. That was a song about being heartbroken, about
1: trying to figure out how and to discovering recover. Discovering that she was straight. What's that about? Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Not
3: the not the shade. So. <laughs> oh, you, Alicia, come on to the side and stop
1: playing. <laughs>
0: Wait oh man
1: so so you said you said it, it's not it's I mean I think she's straight now <laughs> oh. but back in the day with the fitted and the little Tims on on that piano girl <laughs> you was dead. I mean, it was, it, was giving, it was giving
0: me the Bronx I was, not, I was not surprised when she married again. somebody from the Bronx I was like this is big Bronx energy right no, now, now it was Alicia. giving big dick energy actually it was, Hello? Giving, it was giving big she dick energy she had a dark winged duck tr- trench on so you might be right <laughs> you dark, might be right she had a dark winged <laughs> duck trench on sis with the belt the trench with the belt <laughs> you know that she go you know that she a real trench when they got a belt So,
3: <laughs> but shout out to her because I do think that she brought the, the style of the frontward braids
0: and baby I oh, couldn't as as let me tell you as a body Racial girl as soon as she wore braids i was like "Yup, she doing it i'm doing it that's it i don't feel no kind of <laughs> so way brave. ever again no more because <laughs> You know what? It's fine. It's good. She she did the little with the little the cute little ones to the front with the beads. I was oh, like, nah, babe, I'm not committed. I'm Ma- Mariah, not that Ma- committed. Ma- Mariah never stepped out with cornrows. <laughs> Mariah <laughs> had. I feel like I'm gonna find a picture. I think Mariah did might she? have. She might have had micro braids at some point. I'm Maybe gonna find after it. glitter, bitch. But like, and we all know a na- micro braid. <laughs> Mariah Carey. Never. Or box braids. Hold on. Never. I never. There saw There was it. a small period of time. Where not my- when,
1: Not the Slim Shady era where she was playing characters of herself. That wouldn't
0: count. No, that I would, don't no, think that would no, count. No, that's As micro giving, braids? It's giving cosplay. No. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, it's giving she's appropriation. Yeah. Exactly. It was, it was I don't think Mariah
1: ever did braids, bro. I don't. I can't. I can't recall. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna find mm-hmm. the image. But either way,
1: um, it, it might be Photoshop. Answer,
0: <laughs> right. It might be. It might be a lace front. To, um, to answer your question, though, I do think that um, for R&B music in particular. Um, there's two very unfortunate things that happen, right? One is, as a woman, I can't speak to being a male R&B artist, but as a female R&B artist, you're automatically aged. So no matter how old you are, you still are being serviced to an older audience by default. So whether it's whether it's Summer Walker or Kehlani or Ari Lennox or SZA, it's all getting sent and serviced to radio stations that, for the most part... The quiet store. The qui- yeah, they're playing... They're, it's the same stations that play Anita Baker and Shaka Khan, which is a completely different age demo mm-hmm. than... Anybody else? I mean, shit,
3: JoJo was out here with Get Out... At thirteen years old, yeah. get out of where, girl. You don't even own an apartment. But it get, was, get, get out, out, of out, of out of class. class. Get, out, right. get out of the cafeteria. Get
1: out of <laughs> now!
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Leave. <laughs> 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 was some good shit. I love JoJo. Shout out to JoJo. No, um, no, but seriously, but it's like, true. All at thirteen years old, service. why are you
0: with? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, listen, and and I think I think it also it it speaks to things that are age appropriate too, right? I'm 10 listening to R&B. <laughs> I can't stand you. I'm 10 listening to R&B music, it and it's and it's you know it's waiting to exhale soundtrack. Do you know what I'm saying? I I had no necessarily no. It, it it was it was treated and marketed to a much to to be much more mature, mm. and so that's hard when you're an R&B artist, especially if you start out young because there's nowhere else for you to grow to. That's mm. where you stay. That's where you get pigeonholed, and unfortunately, especially for black artists anything urban quote unquote because they love to love to throw urban it's like just just throw urban on there they love to (laughs) throw urban on on the category unfortunately if you're a black artist you're you you have to start there and then work your way up and out and then you're doing all of that just to end up back where you started Mm -hmm. and you end up back in that same space so as much as we love like the tanks and the tyrese and tyrese had you know this his fast and furious moment that was very mainstream. If Tyrese were ever to make music, regardless of, of of his mainstream pop appeal in Fast and the Furious, he's still gonna be nah. He ruined it for us on Twitter. Adult contemporary. Sorry.
1: He ruined it for me. He's gonna have to go back to the mixtape. <laughs> right, but, that's, but yeah. that's my point,
0: and that's why I say like the same thing doesn't apply to white artists. Justin mm-hmm. Bieber could take as much fucking time off as he wants, and then he just literally just came back and dropped a song that Justin sounds like Timberlake did the same. That thing. sounds like Ty Dolla Sign, and we're here for it. <laughs> and so I, I just. I, it, I wanted to really ask you, Latasha, because you're you are a creative person. And as a writer, I think you also you have a you have a unique number one, you have a unique gift because I think to be able to, communicate and and, and transcribe experiences in a way that one tells the truth and makes people laugh and makes people think simultaneously is a very difficult job so i think you are incredibly talented (laughs) um and and i wanted to ask you as a black creative do you feel like the only way to achieve somewhat of some some level of mainstream i won't call it white because it's not always white but because it could be, it's now it's popular and trendy to be trans and, and part of the, that the community. So if you're, if you're LGBTQ plus, you kind of, you kind of check a box for Hollywood for representation that they really want to have at the forefront of everything they're doing right now. Cause it's trendy, not because they value the representation, but that's another conversation. Um, aside from that community as a black creative, when you are writing stories and, 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 and scripts about, the black experience, or whatever experience you are telling a story from, do you feel like there is any pressure to succumb to any stereotypical representation or narrative in order for it to reach that peak success?
1: Yeah, some stats just came out that the road to being a writer is already very difficult. Yeah. Um it's very like mailroom assistant, writer's assistant, writer. Like Damn. you got to like climb all the way up and even from assistant to writer it could take up to 10 years, right? Oh, I don't have the Jesus. time. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm skipping. I'm skipping all of that. Um, skipping past the mailroom. So the amount of Writers in Hollywood that make it from assistants to writers, and this is just white people, is about 56%. Right. When it comes to black people, especially black women, that drops to 26%. Mm. Your chances of be- becoming a writer after you paid wow. your dues and worked hard and did everything that they said you, you had to, do, to do, do and follow the road. Right. Um, that drops to 26% chance for mm-hmm. black people to become writers. So I'm actually uh, currently working on uh, a drama pilot that is three hit women who are black women. And the note that I get that I fucking hate is like, well, why are these black women hit men?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they can't they
1: can't be <laughs> Why why like, like why were you like why were you and taken? Tom Cruise. Why were you like, you know, CIA operative in Mission uh, Impossible? In right. all of the hey,
0: Mission Impossibles. Like what? Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> The all... missions were always possible for him, by the way.
1: <laughs> they were very possible. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan <laughs> never nah, dreamed nah, came across a nah, mission nah, that, that nigga, was impossible. He's not nah, nah, Ethan nah, nah. <laughs> nah.
3: That nigga did have to slide down a building in one of them episodes and I was like, that is
1: impossible. Like, that could not happen. His bro. airplane yeah. stunt was real. Yeah. Him hanging off the dam. Yeah, and he yeah. was doing yeah. his own stuff. He's, Ethan Hunt, you're doing crazy. a lot, But all
0: the missions still felt possible, so alright. So,
1: when we go to the When we go to the movies, (laughs) and these white men are like, "I kill people for a living," we're like, "Yeah, (laughs) that's the that's the full." I mean, the shoe fits. Well, they're looking at the track record. (laughs) The shoe is, baby, (laughs) it's on brand. Um, and so when I have three black women who are like we're going to kill people for money people are like well why would why would black women make that decision and i'm like because we're escaping because <laughs> nothing's real and it doesn't matter like it it doesn't right. matter and so now i have to make two versions where one it's like they're hit women get over it and one is like oh we're struggling in the hood and we have to save black people mm. like and it's, it's so stupid to have right. to have to have to write that but like the game's the game the game The game's game and it's skewed, uh, not in our favor. Well,
0: yeah, because I remember when Queen and Slim came out, and white people were like, "Oh my God, the cinematography is so brilliant!" But also, I love that a black man turned on more black people. See, it's not just us yeah that's, why are you I, why are you
1: covering your face because I'm gonna have to be with Lena Waith one day and I don't want I don't want this to pop up um, no nah, it's a, no 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 it's, and and it's, I'm kidding I'm not shitting on the. I'm not gonna I'm shit on not the, not the creators I'm not shitting on her but I'm, I'm
0: not shitting, shitting on the what creators. she created. but I am shitting on the fact that also the the story came from a white man but that's we'll talk about that another yeah, time yeah. Um, not even leaning
3: away slowly, It's not even it's what
0: it's not, Well, no. More importantly than that, it's just the the story. The stories that are celebrated are always, if they're not biopics, if they're not, you know, if they're not Selma about, you know, Martin Luther King, who's played by a British black actor,
1: or <laughs> yeah. you know, someone. Someone tweeted that the other, um a while back. They were like, oh streaming platforms are come out and be like, let's celebrate black people, and it's just like, black trauma, police brutality, yeah, that's racism. It, that's it, that's so, so slavery. Like, is that the way I want to kick back on a Sunday? Watching my people die, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I feel empowered as a black person in this country, because Martin Luther King died again. It's like the Batman fucking story. Yeah. So it's like, oh,
0: it's Black History Month. If we let's, know what's gonna happen. Let's talk about the Central Park Five. Like, why, why, why is that the only <laughs> point of value? And. You know, and to be fair, I really I think that some of I don't want to say some of the responsibility falls on us, but a little there is a little bit there is a little small part of me that wishes we utilize. And to piggyback off of what you said about Noriega wanting more black artists and more more people that that contribute to the culture supported other people in the community and within the culture so that we could take more merit matters into our own hands about what we celebrate and amplify. And I, and I, I would implore more platforms to do their due diligence when it comes to paying attention to the other things that might not get that, that might not have the Denzels and the Violas in the in the cast that might not necessarily um, be, be the Black Panther <laughs> two or three or f- you know what I'm saying that might not necessarily be the blockbuster Hollywood like representation. I would really implore more people to do more research, like Tribeca Film Festival, other things you know that we can kind of do to uplift and amplify more Black voices that aren't just the stereotypical, as Tank was saying, the violence. The violence and the corruption and the injustice and then the white saviors. And because I don't I don't want to see no more white savior movies either. If I'm being honest, I'm kind of sick of that with coaches and all that shit. So Same.
1: you don't like driving white people to their destination. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tale as old as time.
0: <laughs> all right, y'all, let's get personal real quick. Our skin, as you know, has a huge effect on our confidence. If you have acne or you're noticing signs of aging, dryness because winter is cold and kicking everybody's butt, it can be frustrating to waste time and money on products that aren't formulated for you. So that's why I recommend Curology. Curology makes personalized prescription skincare products. Now Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs from acne to the earliest signs of aging. Curology prescription skincare uses a combination of three clinically researched ingredients, making it more than non-prescription cleansers and moisturizers alone. It's really easy. All you have to do is just fill out a quiz about your skin, share a couple photos without the without the filters, and a provider will prescribe a personalized formula based on your skin's unique needs. In a clinical trial of 150 curology patients, nine out of ten patients saw an improvement in their acne in just three weeks which I know sounds like a long time, but it's not. Time is flying by. You'll be fine. Curology products give you everything you need and nothing you don't without fragrances or parabens. Products are shipped directly to your door every two months. 93% 93% report effective with over 9,000 five-star reviews, which means he said and she said that it works wonders. So for a limited time, you can get your first Curology skincare box for just $5 when you go to Curology.com STTI. Go to Curology.com STTI for this free offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot slash STTI. Trial is 30 days, applies only to your first box, subject to consultation, new subscribers only. Okay, guys. Well, you know, Mandy and I show up camera-ready every week for y'all. And not every week. We be trying, though. We be trying, (laughs) though. Either way, our skin has had a huge effect on our confidence. And And if you have acne or you're noticing signs of aging, fine lines, it can be frustrating to waste time and money on products that aren't formulated just for you. So that's why I recommend Curology. Now, Curology makes personalized prescription skincare products.
3: And listen, y'all, Curology's personalized prescriptions are formulated to treat your individual skin needs. Mm -hmm. From acne to the earliest signs of aging, Love that. Curology Prescription Skin Care uses a combination of three clinically researched ingredients. Ooh. It's giving science. Mm-hmm. Making it more effective than non-prescription cleansers and moisturizers alone. And listen, y'all, the older you get, you cannot just put anything on no, your face.
0: you get more sensitive actually. Absolutely. But this whole process is really easy. You just fill out a quiz about your skin, you share some photos, and a provider will prescribe a per- personalized formula based on your skin's unique needs. And y'all, don't be adding them filters to them photos. Don't and in a clinical <laughs> trial of 150 Curology patients, 9 out of 10 patients actually saw an improvement in their acne in 3 weeks. I like that That's Curology great.
3: products give you everything you need and nothing you don't mm-hmm. without fragrances or parabens. Yes. Products are shipped directly to your door every 2 months. 93% report effective with over 9,005 star reviews, y'all. We love 5 star reviews. We do love I, I we do love 5 star reviews, you, know? you know.
0: And for a limited time, you can get your first kearology skincare box for just $5. Come on. Go to Curology.com slash STTI. Go to Curology.com slash STTI for this free offer. That's Curology, C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash STTI.
3: Trial is 30 days and applies only to your first box. Subject to consultation, new subscribers only. Oh. You know yeah, I, I feel like we've gotten into we funny deep. But you know what I, I wanna get out of it? Hold D- on.
0: D- Real quick. One what? thing I gotta tell y'all. The one thing. Mariah I see Carey. You we picked, I we I picked see up what, what you, you down, sis. Mariah Carey had box braids in the Thank God I found you video it who was, was that a remix with the cowboy hat yes it was a remix with Joe and Nas uh-huh. no it's the cowboy hat with braids it's giving. It's nope, it's attached to the hat it's, it's attached, attached to the hat the, I hate y'all like the Jamaican Roth hat please, please let me know who put box braids no. with a cowboy hat because that that's that's not on brand that's, that's a, not on brand from a it is. dreads on it from a it is. <laughs> for us it might be This <laughs> <It's> as, bir- <laughs> as biracial as you can fucking get I mean you know what I mean she's like ooh a wig but make it white <laughs> <laughs> cowboy hat
1: does <laughs> <laughs> she have any other braids did it first beyonce,
0: beyonce did, did it di- it with bugaboo
3: the, mm-hmm. the bugaboo video she had cowboy thank god Look, i
0: found you came out before bugaboo well maybe maybe beyonce got it from <laughs> you want me to fact check this i'm, yes, a, I'm a mariah I, Carey fan i do fans. need you to
1: fact do yes. I? I have a year check yes no problem i will, I will love a year check
0: no problem i'll let you know right now Thank God I found you. But this is all I know. When I see Braves and <laughs> account, the fact that we didn't even remember Mariah Carey and Braves at, at all. No, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan. Oh,
1: the worst age song, by the way. Oh, Y'all back. say we're screaming on this song. Make
3: my email stop, cause you a bugaboo. You're what you're bugging who you bugging me, and don't you see it, ain't
1: cool. Boom. She was outside down it, to, the, to the... Did you hate that video? I love it. The Covey looked poles. good in that little so, locker room. Uh,
0: Thank God I found you RV. came out in 1999.
3: Um, bugaboo was about that time. I and feel
0: like it's, yeah, it's close. Bugaboo. Bugaboo. Bugaboo video. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh, same year, guys. Oh.
1: Okay,
0: all right. Beyonce all did it right. first. Beyonce <laughs> <laughs> made, made it famous. Now you gotta look at the month.
3: What's the month? What's the month? <laughs> I told you it was during close. the time
0: when everybody had micro braids and box but
3: braids. And, yeah. and I'll yeah. be honest, too, that's also when we were able, like, when we thought cowboy boots were fashionable. So this mm. all makes it. By we. Uh, don't, do that. don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. The girls was definitely wearing the flannel tops tied. With cowboy
1: the, fucking boots, bitch, disgust.
3: <laughs> so you never purchased or wore cow, cowboy boots? I sure did. Exactly. Wow. freshman year of college. See what I mean? Yeah. And what, you, you kind of aged. When, when was that? What year was that?
0: Wow. what was that
1: first part you said <laughs> wow you it.
0: what was that you see you right sis. you see right. what, what was that
1: part you said you and Bridget the same y'all it. <laughs> it's
0: giving old Bay. it's giving Not lemon pepper, Bay. lemon pepper <laughs> damn old bae Adobo? damn I want a seafood boil now now you got me to move for a seafood boil I'm just saying um but yeah y- y'all are, y'all are right this was that time period when everybody <laughs> had the cowboy hat and Beyonce did it first oh
1: Oh, oh, come on. My, that you that's admit, my bad booty. I, I, I always, love, I always, I always admit you when do. I'm wrong. You, you admit to I always wrong. admit when I'm wrong. You do. Yeah, you do. It was, that's, there was, it was that's all fucked a bad months. bitch queen right there. You know what I mean? So, be, uh, bugaboo came and, out in and, July,
0: and Thank God I Found You came out in November.
1: So it was a couple see, months apart.
3: And that Bugaboo video was a whole trend mm-hmm. in the making. Like, yeah. as far as the braids, the cowboy Because that was, and
0: then, because shortly so yeah, after that, right, that was when Britney and Justin came in the matching denim outfits, and she had a cowboy hat She had a cowboy hat on. Girl. Mm. Why was mm. why are we doing that? Was, with with the low with the jeans that came below the hip bone. First all... off, that was when everyone was skinny. <sighs> everyone was skinny. Okay, everyone was kidding. And everyone because we will not
3: wear low loca- cut <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and everyone and everyone love had why, had yeah. belly
0: rings with fucking dangly with jewels.
3: I I actually love that that we're now in a space where we are appreciating hips. And so to appreciate body, hips you have body. to have a high waist.
0: <laughs> i hate you <laughs> oh wait i have to play this <laughs> it, you just did this I, Yo, <laughs> I did not believe somebody sent it to me and i was like this is not a real song this is a this a is the horse parody. it is, What's, parody? What is some, something that's that wild candy bear is gonna sing it
3: and, and she's and, gonna and sing she to she's gonna try to sing like how i try to sing candy birds can write a
0: song singing one is a whole different nah candy can sing don't do that <laughs> y'all really y'all really gonna do this you just let fucking Antoinette say Jay. Mary Jay can't sing. I didn't let her. I challenged her. Mary she J- tried to say Mary Jane couldn't sing, and she got to watch her mouth. She, Mary Jane's yeah, better so than Candy Bird. That's it's so disrespectful. disrespectful. You can't say Mary J can't sing, and also you cannot say Candy Birds can't sing. Candy though. Birds can write. You think Candy Birds can sing? That's crazy, Jay. <laughs> these these bitches out their minds, but they out now- their minds, Jay
1: be lovecraft country wow
0: now I, wow. I right. now, now you want to practice witchcraft I, I that's crazy <laughs> I, mean,
3: uh, I do, I do want to play this song though because they have putting they have been putting this song over everything and y'all know again I live on Twitter rent free and they ended up throwing this candy song over one of my uh, childhood favorites buddy, buddy. Oh, yeah. this is how it starts though y'all ready mm. the <laughs> You all
0: ready? You gotta
1: awesome. listen. Oh, Jesus. the
0: <laughs> and
3: 3 have dedicated
1: on the one and 3 and the forces of evil. Oh, oh. Shit. Legs then, and <laughs> evil. Body, body, the the one Let's get
3: them, girl. Okay, sorry. But that is how we get these niggas now. With
1: legs and hips and body. Mandy, Mandy, as no. your bad wing woman <laughs> yeah. is how you land <laughs> <laughs> men at the event. Told you this. It works every I'm not, time. I'm not a bad wing woman, <sighs> bro.
3: You're 0 for 2.
1: Now, wow. Who went
3: back after, after you helped? <laughs> who I, I'm 0 for 2? That, first one, for that two? first one you did on your own, baby. That wasn't me. Yikes. What's the first one? Cause I know you forgot off air. Wait, oh yeah, off air. <laughs> Cause I know you forgot. <laughs> Damn, I oh, was it, bad? Yeah, it
1: was somebody. It bad. was bad. It was
3: terrible. Why, why was it? Damn, I th- that wasn't terrible. me. That wasn't me. You did that on your own, baby. That was social media. <laughs> oh shit. That wasn't me. We were just mutuals. Are we thinking of the same person? We are not. Uh, there.
0: Okay. The fact, we are uh, the not fact s- that there are that there are more than one of us uh, <laughs> than one though is like, mm, I, don't know, sis, I don't know. Well,
3: speaking uh <sighs> before we get into our freshly squeezed, mm-hmm. I do want to get into um we we spoke a lot about black women, we spoke a lot about unfortunately white men. Yeah. Um and oh, Brandy, I do
0: I do want to shout out one white oh, man before we before we go and shit not on Not you shouting out a white man. Beto (laughs) O'Rourke, Beto O'Rourke, I want to just give you your flowers, similarly to how I gave Steve Kerr his flowers, because Beto O'Rourke pulled up (laughs) on the NRA, I mean, some people called it the KKK, uh, press conference, rally, whatever you want to call it, to address Governor Abbott directly in his face and let him know he's doing nothing, whatever conversation they're having. Yeah, but... You don't usually see that, right? Everybody's everybody got Twitter fingers and everybody does things for their campaign and they have they'll put out ads that're slanderous. Beto showed up at this at this campaign, interrupted them in the middle of their press conference and got in their faces and to the point where security had to like come and remove him and he's like you're a sick son of a bitch all the white all the old you know white men on stage it's like it was just like looks like the confederacy the picture is crazy but they're just literally trying to shit on him and he's just continuing to stand his ground and 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 state and state his case and so shout out to beto for having the balls to stand up to these fucking racist confederates as far as i'm concerned carry on
3: well it's not that we're shitting on white men next (laughs) as much as we should probably just ignore them because (laughs) brandy is who brandy
0: is yes
3: and brandy decided to spend her time responding to a white man who may be 24 years old and just didn't know that she was ray j's brother sister didn't know literally didn't even know that brandy and ray j were related (sighs) Oh, they're talking about Jack. I, okay. Jack Harlow. I'm sorry. Please keep so going. So I'm talking about Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow yeah. did not know Jack Harlow, that
0: Harlow right, right, A couple right, right, weeks right. ago,
3: went onto a radio station. I think it was
0: big. It was Hot 97. Yeah, Big Boys' uh, house. No, Big Boys no? is in L. A. It was Hot 97. Here in New York. Yeah, he was talking to. people. was. That's why everybody was like, There's "Oh, was no, it Ebro? Them? It was. Yeah. It was. It was okay. the. It was the. It was the Ebro show. Yeah, I thought the it was the Show. Yeah, I bet you're right. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
3: and he just didn't know they they played a a song from her, I believe, the Full Moon Project. And he was just like, I don't know what the hell this shit is. What y'all playing? So they're giving Mm. her tips. And they're like, Ray J's sister still didn't know. So this interview goes viral, of course. She responds on Twitter. um, And she decides to respond with also a freestyle. I want to play a clip from this freestyle um, and get into just, just a tad bit before we get into Freshly Squeezed.
1: me to Sample the myself. Person. My name is World Famous, one of
3: the greatest living oh. legend. did I mention. My resume is amazing. The game need a breath of fresh air and I'm Come on, Brandy. Oops, sorry. The Roller Scriptures, but that don't mean Jack in the streets. Jack of all trades. Now I'm here, Jack of the Beats. Queen's canceled, but I never cancel a queen. Crown concrete stone. Right? An angel in disguise of wrong the, skies, the earth guard like the son of Jehovah's own. I bear witness to my second coming. A hundred miles of running. Still getting money from to that i overdone it. Over 20 years, and I'm still a topic. A picture's worth a million now. I'm filling, filling, fillin', dropping. She's for angel. getting like a kid with millions watching. Popular, but now I'm pop the shit for those out of pocket. i when diamond, guess I'm still a gold mine
0: shining. And this she sounds- like something on, Nicki Minaj wrote it sounds diamonds Diamond. <clears throat> I don't know about Nicki it sounds it sounds like her it sounds like some shit she would say
3: and then she drops you all her slashes Flashes. and then it just put respect on my name it just it got really it Ripping was a it. heads off, brand <laughs> you, like you, like like you, like you like it I like no, it you like it no you don't <laughs> I like it <laughs>
1: You like it? I like it. You were really bopping. I like it. Why not? It's music and it's fun. It's for the internet. And and Landon heard a nice article on variety. (laughs) I fuck it. (laughs) too upset that this young ass she's person not I don't think she's really upset. That definitely is not no, angry. She really said she actually came
3: on It was on giving fashion, wood freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was <laughs> <Who shot> a little <laughs> that's, Yeah, that's it what was. It was, there was definitely
0: giving beef. <laughs> it was definitely giving like, real beef.
1: Really? <laughs> that don't mean jack in the street. I was like, oh, this is giving 90s. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. Bran. Wow. Queens canceled, but you can never cancel a
3: queen. Uh, look, ooh, you felt that in your soul, huh? Was Queens your show? What was rap name?
1: Wait, she had a no. rap name. <laughs> um, what was, was Brandy's rap name? She B-Rocka? called so- Yeah, no. right. <laughs> don't don't go like that, Brittany
0: <laughs> I'm a Brandy fan, so that this to me, I was like, no, wait oh, B- no, I thought it was no. a fun was moment for the internet. My Why not? I mean, I Why guess not? I just I would have. You know, it was it was it was too <laughs> rappy. I would have preferred a Beyonce style rap where it's like you're it's a kind subtle boom, flex. Bugging me, bugging me, bugging no, that's no, <laughs> that's not. no it's giving like jazz scat, but okay. and every time I-, <laughs> <laughs> I was giving a jazz dad, like it was <laughs> top of my back beat. Yeah, you know what it was. I was thinking more of that style. Like, okay. give me something that's that's a little less. It was she was giving me Nicki Minaj freestyle. Also, it's giving funk career. flex. Right. It was giving me like, you know, you, you really practice this brand in the mirror. I don't know. I just I didn't Not in love the it. mirror.
3: Maybe she's just, oh, I didn't it was love just it. fun. I didn't love it. It was just I didn't fun. Love it. I wait, when you think- say she was she was standing in front of the mirror like Issa Rae. <laughs> What? sorry i sorry. don't mean jack
0: in the street I'm, I'm a jack of all trades. yeah it? i feel like she did I feel, I feel like she did this i feel like she dropped <laughs> down and did the pose the <laughs> yo yo the hands over the shoulders after i was like what am i listening to Brian? <laughs> come on now <laughs> like sink like sing sing to him remind if you really want to remind him who you are bitch rapping is not you are not a rapper like you could have you could have done a medley of all of your fucking hits and that been like oh by the way this is just some subtle okay, shit well, be that, rocka. To let's me, go down been her
1: discography go for it
0: be
3: Rockas, B Rocka, <laughs> cinderella <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Impossible. Um, Impossible.
1: She, she she made she made she did some raps back in the day. Just like little fun, like internet stuff. But then she did the um the the cipher what Erica Bad Tiana, Tiana Taylor, Taylor. And, all that. and then she did Queens, which her character was As rapping and stuff. So there's moments. There are there, there are there are moments of, and flows Of her showing up. Brandy, I, I thought it was fun. Um, you wasn't angry, you was just, you know, you just put a little pressure, and it was just a fun moment, why not? And I don't think we also should be on Jack Harlow's head for not knowing, because you know, back in the day, when we thought, like, P. Diddy was cool, I was a kid, I thought Puff Daddy was, like, the coolest, my mother hated him, she was like, well, this is just all my music with a different beat, like, what's, and you know, and and coming up, listening to, like, Mace and Missy, and even to Eve, to Trina, we weren't really aware of, like, Roxanne Shantae and, like, all the original hip-hop people, Um, so, that's 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 generational, and we are of a different. And also, let's not expect a white man to know generation. all of our culture,
3: even though he's entering
1: it. again. I mean, I think it's more
0: generational than racial, and I that that part made me a little sad because I was okay. like, you could ask, we ain't now, that's that's all right, yeah, like we age, It's okay. Like, I mean, obviously, but I like I, still got songs from 1995 that play on the radio currently, yeah. and there's 20. I guarantee you, there's some there might be some 24 four year old black boys that might not know mm-hmm. who she is or know. be familiar with her her catalogs. Because so, yeah, it was probably made to her, so that's that, and that's you know that, I mean? that's why I say it's generational. I don't think it's I don't think it's racial, yeah. but the way people made it. But I, you know, I think it's about that time. It's about that time for freshly squeezed, yeah. yeah, yeah, baby. All right, y'all. This episode is sponsored by Care of. Now, Care of is a health and wellness company that ships high quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door. Every month. Their daily vitamin packs are made with plant-based compostable film to help limit the impact on the environment without compromising on the quality and safety of their products, which we love. Care Of offers a curated set of products that are designed to work with research-backed ingredients and optimal doses. Now, me personally, I love the vitamin pack chill pill, okay, because... Planning a wedding is a lot on the body and on the mind. I'm trying not to be a bridezilla. So I love that it helps really relieve occasional stress and tension and also helps my muscle strength, endurance, and recovery after working out. Because you know a girl's trying to fit into her bridal gown, okay? My favorite, though, is the elderberry. It's the Traveler's Insurance. It has powerful antioxidant properties that help promote healthy immune function, which I definitely need with all the traveling that I do, okay? Jet setting. And with the cute and personalized packaging, love it, I've definitely noticed a difference and an increase in my intentionality around taking the vitamins. So make sure that you get your vitamins and supplements for your health goals and diet made from the best ingredients and shipped to you each month For 50% off your first month subscription with Careof, go to takecareof.com and enter code STTI50. That's takecareof.com and enter code STTI50. All right, see, the thing is, listeners, I am here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Come on, gift mode. Let's give it sport
3: mode. (laughs) Gift mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Now, it's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life, like the pickleballer, the jazz (laughs) fan, the reggae fan, the artist, or the pasta lover from 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality
0: TV and gaming, there's something for everyone on Etsy. So why I love Etsy, right? I had I ordered all my bridesmaids boxes on oh, Etsy. All, of the, hello. all the stuff I had to put inside was on Etsy. I ordered some thank you cards and gifts for things after the holidays on Etsy. We went on tour and
3: got some outfits yeah, on Etsy. Absolutely. Etsy got everything. They really do. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now.
0: People mm. that people do this with the headphone when they want to. <laughs> now that's
1: Mariah. <laughs> that's Mariah. Now Mariah Carey okay. gave us one thing. It was that. It
3: was
0: the It mm. was to touch the headphones.
1: <sighs> okay. Oh that see, is, you sounded like me then. <laughs> <laughs> oh breathy. Which wasn't Real a compliment. <laughs> I was like, wow. My, my, I still have a little
0: <laughs> It's a little COVID. Mm-hmm. The COVID cord. A leftover. That's a, it was a COVID cord. A it's, okay. it's a COVID cord.
3: Um so for this week, we started off the episode with like a barbecue hit a good party vibe and so as aunties Mm -hmm. i thought we should sit here we're each gonna play a song that kind of when it comes on we get up out of our seat now i'm gonna i'm gonna kick this off and then we're gonna sit here and i want to ask you what your selections mean to you we're gonna go down the list mine while you may think when I say this artist, you're going to know the song. <laughs> you're not. Because we've talked about Capella Gray remaking Juveniles, Back yes. That Ass Up.
0: Yes, we have. And that for
3: sure is one song that gets you out of your seat. But if I'm at a barbecue, baby. Not this and new generation. And y'all know I don't right. drop it low anymore.
0: So, baby, this song. But anything you do drop is going to be. Like it's this song this. says
1: now, It's gonna be me, slow motion
0: When you hear this motherfucking beat You don't be like oh shit I know all of y'all are at your desk now like, Molly and Drew got in trouble That
3: slow down. down You know what I mean hey, hey. Back, back. I Now I know we party baby But this thing right here don't matter how old y'all Grandma gonna get up The kids gonna might not get up. I like it like that. She fucking
0: name it. I don't know how to act. Slow motion, Slow motion for me. Ayy. I would love for somebody to remake this. I'm a dick, so her, her neck and her, neck her back around like, like a, a brand, brand new version. It's like she
3: Everything is so serving, hop up uh, on top and so jicky jikki jerkin slow down for man. me. Are you moving too fast? My
2: fingers keep
3: slipping, I'm trying to grip that ass <laughs> keep
2: being me
3: and I'ma make you get on yeah.
2: yeah. it.
3: So my y'all that is my I barbecue song now. that I even that. if I'm drunk, I'ma be like that love, put that Oh, hold <laughs> that outside dick keep, keep them whole sick. Like, uh, <laughs> i like it like that. Yo, I could be playing spades. I'm like, yo, 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 yo. We gotta stop. Pause on the spade game. Pause on the spade game, baby. It's
1: not slow motion, baby. He opened up and said, "I'm, I'm a, a, a dick thrower." <laughs> I'm a dick <laughs> I'm thrower. Like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi! Wow. Hello, I'm, I'm Hello. Bridget. I'm Bridget.
3: <laughs> Wait, you nice and me wow. came up to you and was like, "What's up?" I'm a dick thrower, I'm Marcus. I'm that dick thrower. <laughs> Absolutely not, but on a song, <laughs> it sounds good in a song. But on <laughs> a song, yeah. In real life, yeah, it's like, yeah. "Oh, stranger danger." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a song,
0: Bridget, introduce your ooh, song, baby. baby. so we, thing, we've actually been talking about her. All. We have, and I mean, I think it's I think it's on brand because this is one song that I think all women when it comes on look to each other whether you single whether you dubbing on somebody no matter mm, what not the dub this song comes on and you know it's the it's the intro the intro is fantastic and we love we love kanye for it so if you play the song i was gonna say
3: real quick because actually the remix so it's wh- the remix there's two
0: remixes that's what and that's what i'm there saying is. they're not on the I same thought one it was two which so one we gonna, the first one boom we gonna play the first one Hey, You a bad girl and your friends bad too This is the song that comes on Calm down You can't compliment
1: bad your friends
3: yeah.
1: you I love to compliment my
0: to friends swag. Don't play my friends Don't be looking at my friends and um, me Which I'm one better. you want for? Hey, yeah. Every woman Clocks in on. when this song comes on Yeah, this is the icy Barbecue playlist for real I told my girls you can't Don't slow it down, just let it go. So in love, I'll give it away. Yes, just don't tell nobody
1: tomorrow.
0: What?
3: Can I ask you what that line means? What? <laughs> what was I even singing? What I'll it say? give it all away, just don't tell nobody tomorrow. So you giving like what is you giving
0: away? Pussy. And who Yeah, <laughs> it's a one night stand. I'm giving you all of this good juicy and don't run
1: your backyard mouth the next box. Day. Damn, and, mind, she really...
0: and, and everybody got to mind they fucking business when they see two grown folks leaving
1: this party. You did not know Beyonce was getting that barbecue <laughs> dress oh. stained behind the partition. No bitch. Sucking dick. Baby. I didn't know, like I'm listening to the, the beach watermelon. Is she this? been giving head down to the street. That's what that means. Yes. Yonsei been throwing the it up. for two up. albums. Two albums. Yeah. Watermelon. Why would why see, was, I, I, was I singing that? See y'all were probably see, old enough to be singing that. No, I was not. Look. Early Yonsei. Early Beyonce lost her virginity she was right. like she wants to maybe have sex now she's sucking dick i it, know that well, dangerously I love day when she, <laughs> loved. Loved. When she yeah. crossed
0: that like, threshold yeah. it was like ooh, baby oh, y'all giving, say all on your mouth like liquor you. you right yeah, you right. yeah.
3: yeah. okay now, I love this. now this one i'm interested because you are not from no. Where this song is so I'm what from is Queens
1: song? New York City <laughs> blah, blah. But the way The energy that she exudes When this track opens The way she makes you Command space Take up room Throw mm. that body and, 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 and sit in that mm. You know what I mean And she's gonna put you on To how powerful And how sexy she is mm. Who is
3: she And what is the song
1: Big Lotto
3: and y'all know, we're
0: a lot of c I
1: throw that
0: ass back to see if he gon' catch it. but it's tennis on the necklace. I'm not, I'm what not, that I'm a not, I it can like <laughs> Tetris.
1: Real gutter bitch,
0: real plugs and connections, Hey, First I make a meter till he lockjaw. it to him good like a nigga socks off run they it up, they breaks,
3: he runs in their mouth. I'm a she real ass, like rich is ass
1: is bitch from the out. south. Hey, bitches <laughs> <bus> can't down, put a bust down. I don't move if they ain't paying like the bus bill. Know that the promoter cut the check if I was there. she bitches gonna switch it up, switch it up. Animal. She told like Keisha. Rappers
0: in my game. She you a a story, story, she wasn't fucking for a feature. A y'all stupid story. ass boys still tried it. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Dummies. Y'all still tried it. That's she, she
3: said, I live my rhymes, okay? Love it. I do hope that everyone, everyone, everyone is safe this weekend. Ladies, watch your drinks when you don't set them down. Watch your drinks. Make sure to, if y'all are going to be out, You know it's a holiday weekend. Please, please, please either get a designated driver or call an Uber. I'm telling you now, even if they're surcharged, which they probably will be this weekend, please know that paying a couple extra dollars for an Uber is definitely worth your life. So don't be out there drinking and driving. I just want to throw that out there to everybody because, baby, we're going to be outside. outside. And I keep saying it. New York (laughs) is New York in that Mm -hmm. Whoa! Being outside when the weather is so good, I'm like... Actually, really, really excited to be here for this holiday well, weekend. Because
0: this is this is the unofficial start of a New York summer because Memorial Day is the day that all the beaches open. Mm. It is. So that's I why I ain't going to the beach this weekend. But I will. It's still yeah, winter still water. It's, it's still cold. Honestly, it's, it's, it's the Atlantic. It's cold until August. if We keep it a stack. <laughs> yeah. It's cold it's, until summer is halfway And more I'm than a swimmer. I ain't one of them black Same. girls whatever.
1: I'm just. I'll change my hair tomorrow. <laughs> I'll throw in another wig. tomorrow. <laughs> it's in the back. It's fine. I, I I'm swimming, so I you know when the water's cold. I ain't, I ain't got. Yeah, I don't like cold water like that. Mm -mm. All
3: right, well, y'all have been asking for it here on the podcast. Yes. So we are doing, we are doing television. Okay. We got to talk about TV. We got to talk about. And it's only right too. So for those of you who may not be familiar with Latasha, Latasha has a Patreon that literally deep dives into seasons of shows. Mm. So by the season, by the character, love that. Cinematically, she looks at the coloring of the screen like. You're actually the only person I'm subscribed to on Patreon, so wow. I get all your, I'm your shit. I'm your only patron that I pay. Yeah, I pay. You. Wow. Um, and then I want the read, but the read be texting, baby. I'm like, <laughs> shit. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. By the time by the, like time, Chris on Fury, by I the time I get through all of my regular podcasts that I listen to, I just don't have the time to dig into the, yeah. the archives of, of, of Patreon. Like, I, but I listen to a lot because when we come on the show, right? I want to be sure we're not reiterating points. Right. I Want to be sure, but also as women, I listen to a lot of male-led pod, uh, a lot of gay pods, a lot of just perspectives from mm-hmm. different people, and I want to be sure that this is our opinion, the woman experience, and that we're not just regurgitating information out there. Yep. I like to be that like,
1: is so funny. I actually, when it comes to TV and like dissecting TV shows, I don't listen to anybody. I, got I don't that. want them to like me it. in my mind yeah i'm, yeah. That way. I'm making
0: to... music i don't listen to music i yeah. will stop listening to anything oh, yeah, current. No, I, I love
3: I, I love like well you already know too like yeah. i'm subscribed to pod news i love everything about the industry <clears throat> i like mm-hmm. seeing how shows produ- like how people are producing their shows what's working what's not working mm-hmm. i'm real big on like i'm an audio stickler too so we gonna make sure y'all we we sounding good over here too, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um. But let's get right to it. Uh. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to start this with spoiler alert because it is it has come to a season. The season has ended. It's we'll see them again. We have to start with Atlanta. Yep. Because for the last like two weeks we've been saying we gotta, we gotta, get gotta it talk to about Atlanta. Atlanta. We gotta talk about we gotta Atlanta. Gotta talk about Atlanta. <laughs> um. Your thoughts? Your
0: thoughts on this season?
3: As it was a whole? cute. <laughs> i'm gonna give the same um kind of review that i gave to the Kendrick album um which wow. lets you know i did not like it um it wasn't for me and the reason it wasn't for me is because i tuned into atlanta for the narrative in which we've grew to love right i yep. love paperboy give me paperboy give me LaKeith sandfield give me the relationship yeah. um that It's kind of failing, kind of
1: working. It's kind
3: of failing, kind of working, but from his professional experience and that growing, but also him dealing with this relationship and this girl we still see. Right. So I come on in the first episode, we know they start in Lake Lanier and it's given none of the characters we're familiar with. And as we got through the season, I'm like, so this is only going to be half atlanta half jordan peele got it
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: um if i wanted to watch yeah we were getting trolled. i was getting trolled (laughs) week after week i was like i
3: I genuinely feel like what donald glover brought us right could have been a whole different show entirely and i hate that he almost forced us to watch it because we're tuning in to see the narrative of what we've grown to like from atlanta And it didn't give me that. So I ain't going to hold you by, like, episode four. I was like, oh, hell no. If every other episode ain't going to give me what I want, I'm good. I didn't see the final episode, but the last episode I did see was the one featuring Kevin Samuels. RIP, I guess. But uh, Kevin Samuels was in it, and it had to do with the biracial experience. So it was interesting, but I could have done without that, and I would have— more so appreciated him introducing that in a completely different platform, maybe on a streaming service, and get, giving us maybe more broken down versions of that and not forcing it on us via Atlanta. Mm.
1: Now, y'all's turns.
0: <laughs> Go ahead, Latasha.
1: Oh, because Latasha, listen, listen. <laughs> Had me in the first half. Okay. After episode four, I was like. <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> where, <laughs> like, where do we go? What are we doing? Like, where yeah. are we? And then, like. We were in Europe. <laughs> yeah. And like, diff- and, like, different parts of Europe. Just, yeah. like, going yeah. wherever we wanted. Um, here's what I appreciated about this season of Atlanta. Uh, episode one was the thematic foundation of every other subsequent episode to follow. So the fact that um, we have this white fisherman named Ernest who drowns. Uh, a black fisherman, while saying whiteness blinds you, is also a curse for us. Um, you can see mm. visually how that white fisherman is appearing in all of the episodes, whether it's just color based, whether it's lights, oh. whether it's the character sitting by a water. Um, and usually, the color theory for this season of Atlanta is broken up into like several groupings. So you have black and white because you're talking about race. Yes. You have red, white, and blue because you're talking about um, the. Oh, yeah, the biracial show. episode was in black and white. It was in black mm-hmm. and white. Yes. Um, <clears throat> And even when he opened uh, that episode, he was in a gray shirt because he is black and white. Like little yeah. things like that. Um, Girl, and then you have see what I mean.
0: Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I love this. You no, know? I love this. I love this level of analysis. I really do.
1: So, um, red, white, and blue is a pairing of America's America because we're looking at America through black American racism. Mm-hmm. Um, but even standalone colors, red usually represents danger and caution. Stop alert um but blue was the drowning like us being beneath the water like the black fishermen so usually like you watch the season a lot of the um black characters are paired with the color blue because they're suffering from the racism of whiteness and drowning in that in that system wow. Oh yes. Um and, <laughs> yeah. um and but particularly episode four that was the moment where the power structure was reversed because we got reparations yeah. so we started to see white people paired with the color blue because they were the ones like Going to the bottom. Um, But then by the time we got to Van, I was like, Mm. where do we go? (laughs) But what I really thought was cool with the hands, um, that was actually a callback to season one, episode one. Yeah. And I I was trying to remember, I
0: was like, I know this is a reference to something from a prior season and I can't remember what it was about. And that was, yeah. The
1: very first season premiere was. Ern opening up about a dream he had where he yeah. was swimming and he was drowning and the seed returned to hands and that pulled him under. And Van goes, uh, who was the girl? Who was that? Um so by the time we end with season three and Van being a finale, it sort of was like symbolic that she was the hands that were being drowned or drowning or trying to drown white people, something along that realm. Um it was but it was so abstract that I didn't I didn't come up with like a concrete yeah. idea about all of that. But did you it was fun and I hate Kevin Samuels. <laughs> As much mo- as, as
0: most of our listeners um, do yes well, well thank you latasha um,
1: i really, don't know why he was there yeah
0: i don't either but i really i enjoyed that episode a lot i think um there were some standalone episodes for me that i thought were really um they were a little triggering i think the biracial episode was a little bit triggering um more so because i do think that biracial, no biracial experience, like the biracial experience is not monolithic either. The same way that the black experience is not monolithic. And I think watching that made me, it made me angry because I thought to myself, I wonder how many, how many biracial kids actually fucking live like this, where they're white passing and they don't, and they have no concept really of, of any sense of identity. And it's, it's a default setting, right? It's, it's, it's got nothing to do with, and for in this in that kid's case, I think it was it was a very deliberate it was a very deliberate association with more, with more white people than it was black because he thought it might have been easier for him. Mm. Um, but I don't always think that's the case. I often think you know your surroundings, depending on where you grow up, or socioeconomically what your status is, who you are who you are around, and what you're conditioned by this your how you're socialized. I think has more to do with how you identify than than how you feel or what you look like. Um, and whether that's somebody that's Mandy and I's complexion or somebody that's maybe two shades lighter than you, I mean, Van is Van is Van is biracial. So I look at someone that's that's Van's complexion and her experience is gonna be completely different. So I, I mean I I enjoyed that episode, but I also thought it was very interesting how um in the end, at the end of that episode, he looks at the at his ex girlfriend and says, I'm more attracted to you now than I've ever been. And I just thought to myself Oh, this is this is a Mandy shit. This is man. This is this is the toxic. like. Mandy shit? No, I, I remember. The fuck? Hold on. Oh. When, Mandy, when we talked when we talked about our parents. Right. And mm-hmm. we talked about how black men. No, we talked about how black men will go after white women be, or be attracted to white women, pursue white women because they're weaker. How is this Mandy shit? That's what you said. Oh, OK. And so that okay. made me think about okay. what you said on the episode that we did with Van Lathan. And it made me think about that. And I was like, this, 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 he went from being the weakest, he went from being the weakest white person in the group of white people to being the weakest version of whatever, whatever black identity he thought he could be Mm. in that moment, in that episode. I found it interesting
3: too that, like, even though they like, I, I found the inter, uh, it interesting from the biracial perspective, but mm-hmm. also the African diaspora that was introduced into that episode. Where also, as a Nigerian student, he wasn't considered black African-American. or African American. Right. And so to black see the, culture, black so to see that kind of fight or war, the throwing was really, really. I, I thought it, I thought it was I thought it was cute.
0: I did love the Trinity <laughs> Nanny uh, episode though. What? Even that though, was a great episode. even though I hate, like, no. I hate I'm not a Chet Hanks fan I hate Chet Hanks absolutely not you like I Hanks love. Fans?
3: I liked him on Z-Way no. I thought it was interesting
0: because he made it was an idiot of himself and he
3: wasn't in
1: on the joke. <laughs> no, like we said, bring shame back. This, this is one of those. This is one of those. Bring shame back because Zero's was looking at him shame. like you're spiraling. It was uncomfortable to watch because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't know that he's the he's character. He's got no. Did you concept. see what he
3: was doing? Wasn't he doing like Denzel impersonations at one point Come or something? On, bro. It was. Oh no! It on, bro. On a yoga was, ball.
0: The lack of <laughs> the lack of of social awareness is very painful to see. But no, I, I thought that episode was great too. That that little boy just was so soul connected to his nanny in a way that totally that removed him from his parents, but also forced his parents to have to like, look at the whole situation from a completely different lens than just being parent, like the parents of a white kid that haven't a, a yeah. stereotypically Caribbean nanny. Uh, I just thought it was good.
1: So, so in that episode, particularly um, the overarching theme of Atlanta was like being haunted and death. Like they mm-hmm. mentioned death it in every death. episode. Yeah. So, Sylvia, the nanny, her family was very upset because she was essentially stolen from her own family since she had to work for this white family like the entire time up until her death. So in Sylvia's revenge, in death, she made sure to steal white son from his family so like his identity will always belong to her family instead Mm, in her place he was singing a song right to the bone and his family (laughs) will never know him and never have him and so if Mm. you see like she's in a white casket. by the time we even see her physically she's in a white casket um and by the time we put the son to bed his bed looks like a white casket because she took him essentially with her
0: wow
1: you see wow right
3: Right? you see how she right she be breaking this shit down
1: patreon.com slash justlatasha um what, what the whole is the, you, there you've done, how do you, you how, done how it do you secure is, hold done on a future future. This is,
0: look, <laughs> We gotta break this down because this is that this level of thought process oh, also insane. makes me think that the, the people that be un, that be clocking the unfollowing of people it's also on that level too like you gotta understand it's a deeper analysis what's <laughs> going on what are we missing <laughs> like what how how did you come to this are you know are you just noticing all of these all of these small details on the first watch or do you gotta you go back and you you revisit certain
1: conversations. No nah, baby, it. it's just the whole study of film, how to tell story, mm. how to direct, how to use color, how to use blocking, wardrobe to wow. expand what the characters are doing and saying. That's just part of it. Oh my god. Um, and so when you have characters aligned with certain colors, you can tell where they are emotionally by the time the scene starts right. or ends and things like that. Um I think Moonlight is a beautiful depiction of that. Mm-hmm. Um and when you take the primary colors like uh, red, blue, yellow, yeah. but you start to mix them together, mm-hmm. then it's like okay, if blue is sad and yellow is happy, by the time you see green, they feel this way. It's like euphoria. And like mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, euphoria uses them yeah. a ton. So yeah. yeah, things like that. You Ooh, know, I'm just studying you study what you we Oh, <laughs> uh, it's different. I
3: different. Have a movie night at Latasha's house. It is <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> have a series
0: analysis at Latasha's uh, house.
3: <laughs> but before we get into Netflix uh, and what's going on over there, yes. What else are y'all watching? I've on Netflix, I'm watching Lincoln Lawyer, um, and it's oh. actually really good. And I know you mentioned it earlier. It to do Just with, to like, study for
1: today. I watched a pilot this morning. It's good,
3: and it, to me, I enjoy it. It's one of those where there's a there's a killing in episode one, mm. and it pretty much stirs up everything to lead. And so the whole time they're trying to figure out why this lawyer was killed. Oh, another lawyer picks up all of his cases. Mm. One that's very high profile. And then that digs deeper into a hitman being involved, uh, um, an affair happening in a relationship, and Ooh. it just spirals into a bunch of different things. And to me, it's very reminiscent of watching like The Undoing, which was very oh, yeah, yeah, popular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, we when just I brought up as well, um, Anatomy of a oh, scandal. scandal. So it starts where you get hit first episode with the shit and everything unfolds and one epi- there's so many plot twists i'm i still haven't finished it i think i have like one episode left and it's just like how the fuck is this shit finna the end i don't know and i love it so that's what i'm watching now what else mm. are, y- are y'all watching on tv
0: um i'm locked into hbo max right now because hacks season two is back and i love hacks um if you're not if you're if you're into comedy hacks is a good show um and also pause with Sam J. I love I Sam J. I
1: love her. Totally embarrassed myself when I met her. As, I, as, as, what did you do? I almost does, did. I saw her at an as event. I, I saw
0: her an event a week and a half ago, and I thought and I saw her and I was like, do I go up to her and be like, yo, I'm a huge fan of yours, or is that awkward? And I was like, you know what, I don't want to be that girl. I will wait till I run into her in a different setting, and then I'll, when the thing I went to for Sarita, she was there. Oh, gotcha. And I was like, damn, I, w- I could. This is the perfect setting. It's like an industry kind of thing, but it's like an insider industry thing. And I was like, nah, let me not embarrass myself. I didn't. I had the same thought. But I love her show right now. Season two is mm-hmm. back, and Reezy, Shout out to Reezy. Reezy is uh on the on the first episode as well. She's on the show. Yes. Um, shout out to my friends with benefits. Yes, Sid was there
3: mm-hmm. too. Her and uh, Reezy and Sid, were both there. I love Sid. So, I gotta see her when I go to LA. She left us here in New York like she most sure people. did.
0: A lot of people left New York. Um, <laughs> and they were like, bye. Those are those are some great shows. Um, and Working Moms <laughs> on Netflix. I love Working Moms. Working Moms. No, I'm is... not a mom. I can't relate. It's just, it's funny as shit. It's funny as shit because every one of the moms, every one of the moms is like, is a, is a, I don't want to say they're a shitty mom, but they're just, they're, they're fumbling every, they're fumbling and struggling every step of the way to, to maintain their, their lives, their own individual lives, their friendships, balance their friendships, their marriages and motherhood at the same time. The only show
3: with like a mom that I really enjoyed watching was Weeds.
0: Yeah. See. So, can, it's, so this so is so this is basically weed But it's okay. like, but it's for one. to it take It's Canadian, so it takes place in Canada. It's their to, to, accent. To, Toronto. No. Okay. But they're in. they in Toronto. <laughs> but it's, what do you mean a boot? <laughs> <laughs> <it> talking about boots. <laughs> okay. No. It's they're from okay. Toronto, so it's not really an accent. But they not really. Um, but they
3: got one. Not really. <laughs> no, it's
0: not. It's not. It's not like you might hear one or two words that you're like, oh, okay. But it's not a lot. They're of, not American. They're not American. <laughs> but it's USA, not um. <laughs> No god. It's Memorial Fucking Day weekend. Mandy. Let's be proud. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and remember what <laughs> America's really about and not celebrate all the things, but
3: it's just about barbecue um, and hot dogs this weekend. I pledge allegiance yeah.
1: to these cats
0: uh, for the Get United Right. For the United, for the United States of Tactical Weapons. Um <laughs> So, yeah, so it's it's basically it's basically just a show about these women trying to navigate this, trying to navigate being a mom, even though a lot of them hate it. A lot of them suck at it. And the one one of them is one of them has a teenage daughter and she just can't stand. They don't get along. She can't stand her. And it's really it's just funny. It's the way that they relate to each other, which I think is great because we don't we don't get to see a lot of that. And it's not and it doesn't it's not placing this like veil of martyr of like martyrdom and victim on white women working mom literally working moms it's really depicting a very realistic story about these women trying to figure out just fucking regular life and being moms and not be totally burdened down by having kids they want to still get drunk with their husbands they want to still go out with their kids. friends right, so them kids. love that
1: show Working Moms
0: on Netflix is great too so
1: yeah, what about you, like, you Natasha? what else you watching top of my list um these shows have come to an end, but nothing has filled the void. Uh, I like Mr. in-between on FX. He is a hitman and a single dad, and I really love dark comedies, and um he is him and his best friend are just like these plain guys trying to raise a daughter, trying to date, trying to be married or save their marriages, and they're just fumbling, but they are really good hit men. and it gets <laughs> so, so dark that sounds good um obviously the inspiration to my pilot we're just gonna put black women in there instead because why not um and so uh but each season is heartbreaking because at the finale he loses someone so season one he loses um spoiler his, alert spoiler alert <laughs> i mean the show's over so uh season one he loses his girlfriend because his internal rage cannot help his his regular life but feeds his perfection of being a hitman Mm. season two he loses his brother to like a chronic illness and he helps his brother die and then yeah right and then season three he loses his best friend who actually in season one tried to kill him as a hitman so it was it's all like this beautiful heartbreaking stuff and then i'm watching fleabag again on amazon prime two seasons season two was better than season one maybe hates accent she won't watch it well, um, you'll <laughs> hate these because uh, Fleabag is definitely English and all of that. Yep. Um, and Mister In Between is Aussie, so mm. oh, so it's giving all mm. accents again. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Fleabag is beautiful because it's a love story. Heard a but lot, she, they won, all, yeah, they they won, won a award. lot of awards. Yes. Yes. Phoebe Waller-Bridge's yes, uh, amazing. Mm. Um, she was supposed to make a show, Mister and Mrs. Smith, with Donald Glover, but they had creative differences. Oh. So my heart's broken. Um, but he's working with another incredible writer who was also writing on Atlanta. So those okay. two shows, those are my jam. Mm.
3: Okay. Um, and you said HBO Max. You said Amazon Prime. The conversation about Netflix kind of really dropping dropping the ball mm. on being kind of the front runner of creating this whole subscription-based uh, platform where... We get to watch st- shows and stream it. Like yeah. to me, Netflix is the reason why Blockbuster is gone. That's you know true. what I mean? Ne- uh, there was Redbox right before that, but that was Netflix. Redbox. If I'm not- and Redbox still exists. I don't think
1: that was six months. A six month run was That's it not? It. Yeah, it was- <laughs> I saw Red Bo- I still see Redbox, and you I'm still like, still oh, see Redbox still here. Right?
3: Yeah. yeah, in Jersey. I don't see them in New York. Not no,
0: when I, was, when I was in, Cal- in LA. Bermuda <laughs> Triangle. No, in
1: LA, in LA, they still have Redbox. Box. You say <laughs> that's the that's where, that's where that Redbox is? <laughs> <dead>. Twilight Zone. <laughs> Twilight Zone has streaming <laughs> service. Yeah, so, yeah upside down. <laughs> so, we got the news
3: uh, this week about Netflix. actually. um tuh. Uh, Getting Rid, Hmm. um, they kneecapped its own efforts to champion diverse shows um, by axing the writers and the entire uh, groups that dealt with, um, here we go, contractors across all of Netflix's diverse social media channels got the ax Tuesday, including Strong Black Lead, which is the Black community-focused platform, Latinx-focused Contoro. And Asian American focused Golden, along with the LGBTQ focused Most, wow. multiple my, multiple writers were likewise laid off from Netflix's fandom blog doom which had already seen a prior round of layoffs last month. Many of these select social media initiatives were only a few months old. Golden had only been introduced in January, but in that short time, the platforms were the platform was appreciated by their select communities. Mm. Um, slight, sites like the Hollywood Reporter lauded strong black lead for allowing black voices to amplify content that appealed to the community, while at the same time bringing conversations about black-focused media into mainstream. Mm. Um, find this interesting because a lot of a lot of these platforms, right, came out during when we were all home because of the pandemic and a lot of us were consuming a lot more content yeah. but because of everything that was helping, uh, happening within the LGBTQ community as well as Black Lives Matter and that movement I feel like and we said this even during Pride right we're pandered a lot by these large corporations all the time. and when they feel like okay well we did our part we don't need them anymore unfortunately I feel like Netflix did that exact same thing Yeah. and we talked about the prices going up on Netflix we talked about how Unfortunately, their stock has dropped because they went into this original content bag, spent millions of dollars Mm -hmm. on these actors like Sandra Bullock and Tony Collette and and all Viola Davis, even I think is on. You know what I mean? And spent all of these millions. Their stock prices dropped. And now they're trying to make up in subscriptions, non password sharing. And I wanted to know y'all's thoughts um, because we've talked about strong black lead and kind of seeing what they were doing. And now that's
0: And and I now was excited. I was excited too. I was excited to see them to see them expand that <laughs> not on the face, their on, their, you on their streaming platform. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you instead of LaTasha, just on YouTube. I'm gonna tell
3: you, Latasha, like I tell Bridget, they can see you. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Cut that out, friends. <laughs> no, nope, too bad. You on there? We was on a wide angle. Yes, they will see you. What are your thoughts, Natasha, on this? No, please. <laughs> she was. She was. She was starting a thing.
0: No, I was just. I was just we saying. I was. I was looking forward to more strong black lead. But yes, carry great.
1: On. Diversity initiative is the worst thing that's ever happened to black people. <laughs> oh shit! Leave us alone. Like leave us mm. alone. If you're not just gonna like hire us regular. <laughs>
3: Right. Work with us regularly. Right.
1: <laughs> Don't be like oh, we have our latest Negress who we're paying <laughs> and she'll make cute places. why you put her in the corner? The show. Oh god. <laughs> leave us alone. If you're not going to work with me regularly, leave me alone. Like that's so crazy cuz if you have a job opening and like yeah. you're like not considering us, mm-hmm. right? But then like February comes or George Floyd dies. Now like you care? Suddenly right. and now like we're For 15 minutes. we're welcome and now For we're welcome. Yeah. And like you run the check, you let us do our little black project, you let <laughs> us do our little thing and then like you still hate us like you're still racist like just be racist right because now it's confusing because you're doing a really good thing but you're still white as hell and i don't know how to maneuver that space i think
0: i think the part that's embarrassing is that more white people are are more clueless than they realize Mm. about social relations Mm. and i say that because i've had conversations with family members on my white side um in the past (laughs) not recently but in the past Around race relations and their complete paralysis when it comes to figuring out how to show up. Mm. Just as a because there are there are so many different things being thrown into the conversation when it comes to how black people want to be received, how they want to be represented, how they want to exist in the space. And some are much more black fist, like I'm here to tell my black story. And then you have some that come in and are like, I just want to fucking write a show. I don't care (laughs) if it's a black show, if it's a white show, if it's an Asian show, I just want to fucking write a show. And white people don't know what approach to take in, in either scenario. And they're at a, they're at a loss in both, in both situations because they're not, they don't have not been socialized, to be equipped for either conversation and it's not to victimize them, but it's just to point out that they are at a loss because if they, if it's, if there's a diversity program, if they object to the diversity program, because they're like, well, just hire black people just to fucking be here. Just hire her. Cause she's great then how about them apples you know what i mean then it then it looks (laughs) looks like well so then why do it now then why why not before if you felt like it was it was equally as valuable before even if it's not strong black fists. do you know what i'm saying it's kind of at this point there's no winning in a conversation white corporations just have to be okay getting it wrong it's okay just fucking you're gonna get it wrong you're gonna get it wrong because you've been doing it wrong so you're going to keep getting it wrong until you until you until you normalize black people as fucking regular people until you normalize that it's you're going to keep getting it wrong that's the thing so, right there
1: we're always other if we're, right. if we're even human right. if right. we're right. human <laughs> then we're other and it's just like right. you can't sit with us because if you're not telling white stories which are normal and regular right. then we're just going to have to put you in this pocket of like but they're afraid but a they're different afraid, experience
0: but they're afraid <laughs> to even ask you as a black woman to write on the white experience because they feel like you they're assuming you might feel underrepresented so you might only want to write from your perspective and write a black story but they can't ask you if you're going to write a black story because then, then that it's that condescending, racist. then it's racist. <laughs> do you know racist. what I'm saying?
1: And, and it's, it's you're crazy just, anyway because all we've had to do to survive was understand white people. I think we, we understand yeah. white people as best as we can. Under, most black more people understand white people more than white people know themselves. We have, to, themselves. Man, we have to maneuver correct. our safety yes. around what Absolutely. whiteness is. And they've never had to do that. And so not right. to even ask like... Well, how does blackness impact you? That's that's doing a little too much. Mm, <laughs> you that's, that's right. giving a little too much yeah. that, that makes them too uncomfortable cuz they they don't have to. And so we've seen it with like that big chop yep. across the entire diversity, black, yeah. Latinx, yeah. Asian and queer, y'all cut yeah. them all. Yeah. All. All of them. Uh-huh. Everlast one. <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's yeah it's right. giving it's giving wow it's not convenient anymore it's too expensive yep. okay yeah that's exactly right. what so, it is um well that's unfortunate on you know, uh, netflix it is. but
3: and if you y'all need if y'all need jobs full core studios will be hiring netflix, so, <laughs> so uh if y'all coming from a netflix netflix Netflix's if y'all, rhetoric, y'all so bad i
1: have pilots that could go on your platform hey, there we go go. Bad hey. about that there we go yeah. okay let's let's,
0: let's guilt trip
3: uh, them.
1: You, <laughs> <laughs> Let's make them feel bad. About
0: right. it. But you know, you know what show on Netflix is has continued and they brought a new season, which I actually am enjoying. uh, My next guest, with David Letterman, I really I enjoy it because I I really think. So you that- know, that's
3: actually what Stem Nori's like like rant on on Twitter was that like love you guys, but can y'all stop sitting with the David Lettermans with the Ellen DeGeneruses, yeah with those Instead people of the world? Of, right. But also, it, it was what I felt unfortunate about too, cause he spoke about it. He did throw with the Ellen DeGeneres and the David Letterman's, the Gales and Oprah's, which is, uh, we've already talked about that. He believes they should be sitting with the Norries, the Joe's, the Gillian Wallows. And I'm just like that. That space in awe, and I would love to sit with Nori because I listened to his interview with uh, Moni Love yeah. and um, Melissa Ford. Right, a lot of those platforms are not safe spaces for women. So the fact that everyone wanted Megan The Stallion to sit with black men they haven't been the nicest to us in media right. either. You know what I mean? Right. And so to say that those are the men they should sit with, which is why I love this show right here, yeah. is because there aren't really platforms outside of the Oprah's and Gales. A lot of people in this space in this culture, aren't sitting with anyone but Angie Martinez. Mm -hmm. There's not really people sitting with other black women or women that look like them, even our R&B artists, right? Right. Where do I get to hear Janae Aiko and her relationship or Tiana Taylor? I had to watch Tiana Taylor sit on the pull-up. I want to hear Tiana Taylor sit with other women. I want to hear Kaylani sit with other women that embrace not only her sexuality, but don't have to be laughed at and be like, are you scissoring with SZA? There's not enough platforms, unfortunately, in our culture where women are sitting having conversations from our
0: perspective and our experience. But also do both. Do all yeah. of them do all of the platforms. I, yeah. I hate, I hate when we act like, you can, know, yeah. doing only doing David Letterman or Diane Sawyer <laughs> <laughs> means you don't fuck with right. the black reporters. I think you can do both. I think you can I do agree. all of them because at the end of the day, if, if the, if what you're selling is who you are, that is a part of who you are. Cause let's be honest. Most of us, under the age of forty did not grow up watching David Letterman. No. We didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. We didn't. So ultimately now we're getting we're also getting a chance to get to know him in a different way as well. Yeah. And get to know and get to know what he's interested in and he does his research as it's it's less it's satirical, and I felt like his late night show was satirical. Some of it was pandering. Yeah. Watching him on this on this type of platform now on, on this level, he did some good interviews. But he, but he did his research. It was yeah. good journalism. And I, and if we're being honest, we're being honest. Remember journalism. Remember journalism. <laughs> uh, Bring that back. A lot of a lot of our media outlets don't do their fucking research, oh, and, and oh, we have hold to. On, hold on. They don't before an artist shows up you did you did you said before an artist shows up you're right i remember watching that Nicki minaj interview on the breakfast club Mm -hmm. and her being like did you even listen to the music and none (laughs) and nobody listened to the fucking record prior to
3: her arrival
0: she was like why am i here and she was a global superstar at that point it's not like she's a new artist pulling up like hey did you listen to my mixtape no she's a fucking global star in my mind we still are not we're not taking full responsibility for what the job entails and doing an honorable job. We'll do a job that adheres to the algorithm because we want to get we want to get clickbaity and we want to go viral, but we're not doing it we're not doing it for the for the value and integrity of the content. Not the way some of these other white reporters do it. So until we can collectively, as a broadcasting community, journalists, podcast, radio, can come together and have an honest conversation about how we show up and how we need to be more socially Mm. responsible. Mm. I don't want to hear about what we need to be doing more. Y'all need to be coming around. We have to learn how to speak to people first. We Mm -hmm. have to learn how to approach people and respect people in a way, not everyone, but some. And I say we because I think Mandy and I, Mandy and I, Mandy and I say things sometimes that are that are that that are based on on misinformation or or got holes in it stories that might have holes in them and we don't have all the information so we're reporting and, imp- opinions and, we'll and takes on the very things. next episode and we'll correct we, it we don't mind we'll it we're not above we're not above approach when it comes to us be, uh, being course corrected if someone wow. feels like we spoke, wrong, spoke out of turn about something that somebody said somebody slid into Mandy's DMs like well that's not really what I said pull up to the podcast please so that you can clarify your point of view we would love to have the conversation we said that to Kevin Samuels and Kevin Samuels was not interested which let me know oh yeah and you listening
3: to the show so, sir, can't wait to come to LA. We would love for you to pull up on the couch. And he did say he's gonna come on the
0: couch. He did. <laughs> and we we did that. We did this to Kevin Samuels, And Kevin Samuels had zero interest. I know. Sorry, you threw up in your mouth a little bit there. Um, oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! And, and, well, and let's, he refused to come. So we'll so we'll we'll move on from that. But yeah, I I agree with Nori to some to some degree. I think I think all of these artists and celebrities who have incredible influence and following should cover all their bases and do and cover all of the outlets and and. And and participate in those cultural conversations. But I also think we as as cultural contributors ourselves in this media space have to take accountability for how we're showing up, because if we're not providing safe spaces for these people to show up and be their best selves and promote what they're there to promote and discuss and engage Mm -hmm. about the culture the way that they need to, then they don't need to be on the platforms. Why would they show up? Right. If I was Kaylani, I would I would probably which made me mad watching that interview, because I'm like, now if I reach out to David Ali and I'm like, Hey, next time y'all in New York, y'all wanna come on a p he may be like mm, see, mm no Now it makes an artist apprehensive. Now it makes them now it makes them uncomfortable. So right. there is some responsibility on us to, to to be classy and honorable about how we move and how we handle our business. So
1: hey, Lord that's all I have to say already. about that. I'm well tired. we're
0: getting
3: out uh to another barbecue Ooh, song. Let's because, do it baby. I'm going to go ahead and let this oh, rock you know what baby. song this is baby. All right, we real aunties now. Before we get out of here, (laughs) Latasha, please let our listeners know where they can find you, where they can follow you,
1: and give it to them. Y'all know this one. JustLatasha.com. I write pilots. You can read the log lines. You can read the script if you request it. And um, I am on Instagram at JustLatasha, Twitter, JustLatasha404. I know that's right. And y'all make sure you follow us
3: on Patreon. That's Patreon.com backslash seat. The thing is pod. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Party, get right, drink beer, drink liquor, drive safe. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. Until next week, bye guys.
0: Hey, we, we are aunties now. Aided, money, oh, we made it. Still so good in my hood tonight. The guys in Caney, the guys in Caney,
1: the guys in Caney.